Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode number 38, Momocon Adventures. How much did Darrell drink? How many logs did he saw? Did Jim, Paul, and Daniel escape the snow? Find out on this exciting episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. My name is Jose Gometo, and with me tonight is... Paul Biscrow, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And... Hey, it's Rod, the real Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And happy birthday, Tsunami, for the next 20 minutes. Uh, Woo! Uh, it is March 17th when we're recording this. I'm sure it will end on March 18th. So, the next <laughs> 20 minutes of this podcast... We're still on March 17th. And we set a land speed record for the podcast if we did get everything in 20 minutes, which is just not going to happen. Oh, I could do it. It just wouldn't be good. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We got a giant friggin' show for you tonight. Lots yeah. of fun stuff. By the way, by the way, before we. Oh, get we're into back, the- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, from Momocon, mother. We have not been canceled, we promise. <laughs> Before we get into any mentions, uh, everybody has to uh, give a round of applause to Jose for doing all the work that he did at MumbleCon because uh, he's awesome. Golf clap. By the way, he needs to get some sleep, so let's hurry up and get this done. <laughs> yeah. Two hours later, can we get on to the ratings, please? <laughs> no, Jose. No, we so, cannot. So you can find us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast, on Facebook at Toonami Faithful Podcast, and on Tumblr at Toonami Faithful Official. Please subscribe and rate the podcast on Podomatic and iTunes, and Zune for the three of you that listen there. Uh, <laughs> and Paul will be Xbox at... Xbox Music now. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, Xbox Music. I apologize. That's true. And yeah. uh, Paul will be Next at Toricon March 23rd and 24th. And take it yes. away from there, Paul. Uh, okay, so that'll be this Saturday coming up. Um, the panel that I have, which has been deemed the Toonami Faithful panel... Uh, will take place at 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. So I have an hour-long panel. So if you're going, join me. I have some things to share, along with promoting us extensively. Yeah, and... you get to hear this motherfucker talk for an hour. No, you won't be there. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> thank yep. God. Yeah, thank you know God none of us are going to be there. Yeah, f*** all of you. But anyways... Um... I'll be. I'll have some shirts there. So if you guys want to buy those, and speaking of shirts, if you want to buy those, you can go to uh, tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com. You can purchase the CD Nerdcore Absolution and the shirt, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast shirt there as well. Uh, there's been actually a couple people since MomoCon that have bought the shirt and they've paid a lot more than what it's what I actually put, listed it for. So uh, thank you to you, gentlemen. The, the shirts have been out, and by the time this podcast comes out. You should have them. So uh, as far as all that goes, um, again, you will see me at Toricon. It'll be four to five. If that should change, because the time may change, or if something unexpected happens, which I'm hoping doesn't, I shall let you know on Toonami News. So if you see something show up, just keep an eye on Toonami News if something's going to show up. Or see change. something, say something. <laughs> exactly. So... Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about before uh, Jose talks about his thing that he just put out is uh, Symbionic Titan Season 2. We have a petition out there on change.org. Uh, I'm going to re-put that link out starting tomorrow, which is Monday, 
when this podcast comes out. Uh, if you haven't signed it, sign it, please. Um, the more signatures we get, uh, the better chance that we're going to actually get a season two. And also when Symbionic Titan returns next week, uh, make sure that you're tweeting Symbionic S2, Symbionic Titan S2, uh, when it comes. So that way we can do awareness and make sure that Adult Swim slash Cartoon Network slash whoever else is going to make it, make sure that it does happen. So Shake it, bake it, booty quake. <laughs> God. And uh, Jose, you put a video out, didn't you? Yep. Want to talk about it? No, I don't. <laughs> Quit being uh, so lazy. <laughs> for those of you that uh, checked your feeds, uh, you will have noticed that there is a uh, another Toonami Faithful exclusive. It is out well before this is coming out, uh, and will be up on YouTube probably when this comes out. So uh, it'll be up in two places. But if you want it first, you got to get it in your podcast feed. Download it from iTunes. Download it from Podomatic. Stream it, whatever. Watch it. It's awesome. It's a bunch of interviews that we did. Uh, it's you know we got a lot of guests to come on. Uh, we got Steve Bloom interviewed. We got five of the Toonami Six, including one person who was not on the Toonami panel, uh, a part of this interview. Um, mm-hmm. And we interviewed Dan Carroll, the uh, head of media relations for, or director, I should say, of media relations for Momocon. Uh, in this video, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a hell of a time editing it, but luckily it's done. <laughs> and and I never have nice. to think about it again. And was it campy for you? Oh come on! <laughs> uh, I put I put a couple of Batman symbols, and I tried to talk as much like Adam West as possible. So yeah, it was pretty campy. <laughs> Nobody messes with Adam. We. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the uh, the video was fun. I mean, you know, we'll get into Momocon stuff uh, a little later. But the video's out. Uh, go watch it. And now, um, yeah, like yeah, it's, stop uh... the podcast and go listen. Go watch it now. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. No, not right now. And speaking of Momocon, um, we have a little giveaway that I've been teasing on Tsunami News all week. Um, so. Without further ado, let me let everybody know what the giveaway is. Um, I took one of our Toonami Faithful podcast shirts and had the Toonami 6, yes, the sixth person that wasn't interviewed, sign the shirt. So that means Jason DeMarco and the whole team. And Jason, Gil, Chris, Sarah, Johnny, Brent. That's right. I memorized all their names. Yes, well, we know. Why aren't you there? <laughs> it's almost as if I met them all. I know, yes. right? <laughs> so who would the Green Ranger of the crew be? Probably oh, Brent. Probably Brent, yeah, because he <laughs> wasn't at the uh, he wasn't at the um, panel. I don't think. No, he wasn't in the panel, and he wasn't. Well, he was at the interview, but he wasn't. He's not in the video. Like he's off to the side. He, he was yeah. at. He was actually at the tsunami panel, but he was off to the side. Yeah, he and Chris were both in the audience. They were not actually a part of the panel. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, and we also got Steve Bloom to sign it. So if you guys want the shirt, here's how you're going to do it. You're going to go to facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. Yes, I know you're going to actually have to work for this one. Um, you need to like the page 
And when I post the picture, well, I think I'm going to do it when the podcast comes out. Um, you need to like the picture and comment about it. And we, within two weeks, will randomly select someone and they will be sent this shirt. But you have to comment and we don't care if it's nice, if it's snarky, just don't cuss us out and we will be very happy to consider you. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. If you cuss on the Facebook page for the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, you're terminated from it. You're 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 basically eliminated from the the content. You, really, you Why? have disqualified yourself. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be the stupid person and be like, "Why?" <laughs> you know damn well why. Yes, I actually really don't. <laughs> I get cursed out of my email all the time. Why is it any difference if I get cursed out in the Facebook? (laughs) Because you're a dick to people. That's not true. I'm actually really nice. Sometimes. I'm nice when you get to know me. (laughs) That's true. You get to know me. But you didn't hold hands with me at MomoCon, so no. Yeah, because Darrell was there, and he's way hotter. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sugar, sugar. Plus, Jim was my roommate, so there. (laughs) Ah. <laughs> so you're saying that never mind um <clears throat> yeah jim and i slept together deal with it <laughs> we slept in the in same 50s, room in, in different beds yeah. it was in that 50s laverne and shirley kind of way ricky <laughs> ricardo and lucy type, type of way exactly <laughs> god anyways so basically like the facebook page again it's facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast if you want this shirt, we will randomly select somebody and I will con- I will read it in two weeks on the podcast. So make sure you like the page if you want this autograph signed shirt from the whole Toonami Faithful Toonami crew. And not us. We didn't will- sign it. Toonami crew, not Toonami Faithful. Toonami crew and uh, Steve Bloom himself. So um, that's what you have to do. So uh, should we do this live? Jose? No. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. So we're skipping the ratings for the week we were away because we were away. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's lazy. Go, go freaking read it on the website. They, they happened. But it's for March 9th, uh, which just passed, we're doing... Um, Doing the ratings for Daylight Savings. So, mm. Bleach uh, premiered at 1,036,000. Naruto did 1,001,000. 1, uh, Soul Eater did 898,000. Thundercats did 756,000. Tenchi Muyo GXP did 576,000. Brotherhood did 525,000. Bebop, 504,000. Bebop, 484,000. Inuyasha, 449,000, and Inuyasha ended the night, the shortened night of Toonami, with 441,000. And those are your ratings for March 9th, 2013. No more Toonami, people. Fuck you, daylight savings time. Yeah, I, re- <laughs> I think that really screwed us up. It yeah. did. So. People going to bed an hour earlier and stuff me like up, that. Man. So. Oh, God, I was not happy waking up the next morning to go to the <laughs> panel. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither, neither was I for one. For another, I was thinking um, you know, I wasn't right for like, you know, three days afterwards. No, I wasn't right either. And it was funny because like Jose almost kicked down Daniel's door because Daniel was sleeping. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. later. That's a funny thing. But yeah. <laughs> uh, trending. 
Um, we're not going to talk about, just like Jose said, we're not going to talk about the week before. But uh, last night, uh, we did really we did really well in regards to Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the top trend for at least an hour. I think it was it was almost like two hours. It was just about, well, I know that it trended for, I was really keeping track of this. It trended after Bebop. Yeah, it did. It was trending for pretty much the entire night. It yeah. trended um, like 10 minutes into the movie and shot up to number one for about an hour. Yeah. And then it was like hovering around two or three, stuff like that. It wasn't, I didn't see it leave U.S. trends until about 4 a.m. Right. Okay, well, so it was it was on there pretty much the whole night. And uh, Bebop and Full Metal and Inuyasha didn't seem to trend. No, they didn't trend, which is fine. I mean, the a- Evangelion was basically the... The thing we wanted to trend because they were tra- they were trying to get on the two point two two is what they want to try to get. Yeah. So, um, I think based on the trending, I'm hoping that the ratings are huge, but we'll we'll see what happens. I hope so. I mean, the guys at Funimation were tweeting this out like you wouldn't believe and everything, and it, it was like actually speaking anyways, of we'll, that, we'll talk up. about we'll talk about Evangelion. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but the only other thing that trended was uh, Toonami. It trended both U.S. and worldwide, which is weird because Evangelion was the top uh, trender in the mm-hmm. United States underneath the promoted tweet. So basically it was number one because for mm-hmm. the promoted tweet, we don't count that. Yeah, um, that's cheating. You pay yeah, for yeah, that's it. Che- you yeah, get paying. something trending. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, although Toonami, if you feel like trying that one day, feel free. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like but, in the middle of the day. <laughs> that would be fun. But, I mean, it was really weird. Like, it, it never went worldwide. And I double-checked. I, I double and triple-checked that, and it didn't go worldwide. So it just made – that made me angry because it was like, come on, we're doing well enough. Well, and Tsunami was – and Tsunami made the worldwide trends, but it didn't come anywhere near well, what where we have to, did. What we have to take into consideration too, Jim, is that people outside of the U.S., when Tsunami comes on, are – and I hate to admit this – watching a – a legal feed somehow mm-hmm. and they're actually tweeting it as well so when that starts happening that's when it goes worldwide mm. there's other people outside of the u.s that are that are tweeting it so that's what automatically makes it go worldwide okay that makes sense so i mean when we're tweeting the shit out of tsunami mm-hmm. and we're doing all that tweeting it's actually combining with maybe the small amount that's outside of the country and that's why it goes worldwide so okay that may that makes sense then i'm just the voice monkey for this entire operation oh hey that's what steve called himself <laughs> which is in that video which you should go watch in your feed yes please do watch, watch it. it right now yeah exactly well, not right now. We're we're in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, they know what the f*** I mean. No, you get no. You got to listen to us first, then you get to see Steve. This I mean, unless you already saw it. But in which case, go see it again. Yes. Yeah. And now, again, the only reason I can excuse it is if you were actually in the room mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the room every day. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So obviously, there were a lot of announcements at MomoCon. Yes. So we're gonna yes. go. Over, we're gonna go over what the news was from MomoCon. Um. The first and the most surprising thing that I don't know if anybody else here expected this to happen, but I never nope. expected this to happen, which Not was uh, Tom Five and a new Absolution. Also, I think people are going to ask us if we knew. We didn't know. 
Yes, we didn't know any of the news that came out of Momocon. We need to make that clear as day. They did not tell us anything. Yeah, we we had conversations that were off the record, but we did not know what was going to happen at Momocon. We really didn't didn't know. Yeah, they didn't tell us a damn thing. I think the only person who knew, and he kept quiet the whole time, was Chad Bonin. Chad Bonin was the only guy who knew stuff. He didn't know until they gave him the files. But so he knew he, probably, he knew a little far more. No, he actually had a he actually talked to us and he told us that he knew stuff. Uh, yeah. he knew what was going on at the panel. Yeah, he swung by mine and Jose's room and he was t- and he, you know he briefly made uh, mention of it and stuff like that. And yeah. He said, "Yeah." Oh, so okay. he knew, but he you know he kept his mouth shut. He didn't tell us anything. Okay, he was a good little soldier like that. Yes, damn right. Way to go, Chad. Yeah, by the way, big shout, big out, shout to out to Chad. Yeah, you, you're shout awesome, dude. Yeah. By the way, he he tries to give us credit. He's the one that put it all together. So we actually really should just give him a round of applause for that right there. Because we wouldn't have gone down to Momocon if if he hadn't put that together. So thank you, Chad. So, anyways, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm really excited to to see this new Tom and to see uh, the new Absolution. I actually put up my thoughts on the tumblr tsunami faithful official.tumblr.com i put my thoughts up i'm not going to say anything about it because i haven't seen the new tom obviously again we did not see anything we saw it when you guys saw it they had mock-ups of it in other words they get like they had they had it rendered and everything both uh tom and the new absolution but they said well, they were not final and, and, the absolution the way, wasn't rendered uh that's incorrect the absolution right, well, was concept art Yes. Oh, by, yeah, by the way, we need, to, we need to make this clear. The reason why the pictures aren't that clear of the absolution is because A, they're up on a screen. That's how we took them. And B, um, they don't really want people to see it yet because really it's it's kind of like the prototype. Well, hang yeah. on. I, I got this yeah. one. I got this one. Uh, we I talked to Gil personally uh, about the assets because we wanted to use them in the video. Because they handed us the Momocon uh, intro that was specifically made for Momocon. They handed that over. And Did I saw say- the – hold on. And I saw the files on Gil's drive. Like I was like, can I take those? And he said no. So that's why we don't have them. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a tsunami decision. It wasn't up to us. You know, and and they they released the Tom Five stuff. It's the new absolution that they said no to. Uh, I guess that's internal concept art that they didn't want high res photos of out oh. on the net. So we're sorry, guys. I, I'm raising my hand. Can I speak? Now you can. No. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, just for <laughs> so you guys know, um, I actually talked to Jason about doing the intro, having some kind of intro for it. Now I don't know if they were actually planning on doing that originally but i i had emailed them and asked them about it and they were gracious enough to give it to us so we have to thank tsunami for doing that um some of you tweeted to tsunami news you went you son of a bitch (laughs) now i understand why your video is better yeah (laughs) i'm like hey that's that's what you got to wait for it's not the only reason yeah we got the best on our side i hey I already said I've said this 50 times and I'll say it again if I need to. But Jose is good at what he does. If you didn't notice that from the video, maybe you should go back and watch it about five more times because he's good at what he does. There's a reason why I have him on our staff. And sadly, that's not even like my like director's cut of the video. Uh, We had we had to drop a whole angle uh, because I just did not have the time to put it in there. And it's Jim's camera, sadly. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he still gets credit in the video. Uh, and Jim, what Jim was filming was actually the people coming up to the microphone. And you, yeah. the reason it's not in the video is because I just didn't have the time to sync that up and put it in. Uh, maybe one day I'll come back to it and redo it, but you know, no, don't, don't don't do it now. You got work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one day when I'm really not busy and I'm just bored because I still have all the assets for it. I still have yeah. everything, so I might one day come back and do it. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll That's talk about we put things at the Jose standard, and, and we'll talk about more about like why like we didn't get it out that day and everything. We'll talk about that. Uh, when we talk about MomoCon, but um, uh, sure, the, the, no, no, I can do that right now. Reason okay. I had to travel eight hours away <laughs> to go did. back to a I shoot. It was ten. Uh, it took me ten because I had to stop. And then, well, no, we'll talk about that later. But it, it was kind of funny on Monday night, Tuesday morning. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but it, to to finish up with Tom Five and the new Absolution, um, uh, that cool. is that's coming next month, guys. So mm-hmm. we do don't have a favorite. date. We don't have a date. Do me a favor and don't bitch to them about why there isn't any new Tom animation or something, whatever. Whatever your complaint is because, well, they're putting all their money into this. So shut up and wait for this to happen and see what happens. You know what I mean? The best part about it is that it's kind of like a, you know, Tsunami's own, uh, you know, rebranding that they did like three or four times. Because remember they had, you know, uh, Fat Tom and then they had Tom 1, Tom 2 all that good stuff so this is a good um you know this is kind of like one oh. of those rebrands that they did you know how they use like the gothic script sometimes and then they yeah. used you know uh, an offshoot of what they you know use currently for the script oh. and all that and also on top of this too while we're talking about news um there's also a new logo um mm. it was only a rough it was only like a rough thing that they showed us so it's probably not even the final thing but which makes um, me really sad because it's in 3d so it's gonna be much harder to replicate <laughs> Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I don't foresee us trying to replicate that kind of thing, but because I, I kind of like our logo because it, it has like an old retro look to it, meaning mm-hmm. like we're it's top two era, mm-hmm. right? It, it, we're basically we're basically the old faithfuls that are out there that are trying to make sure tsunami stays on the air. So I, that's why I like our logo. And last thing about this whole stuff, uh, you know, Tom Five is going to be put into a continuity we're finally going to get an online comic that explains how we got from tom three to tom four to 3.5 to five yes so that's going to be coming out soon and, and they did want to they, we need to stress this too um they did want to do some kind of video for to explain it not i don't think necessarily like from like a tie you know not like not like from like four to 3.5 to five but more like from tom four to 3.5 but the problem is they don't have the money so you guys, you guys got to understand that, you know, they don't have the money to do some of these things. So just give them a break. Let, let's see what's going on with these, this new time, this new absolution. And, you know, like for like, for me, I'll have an opinion about that once I actually see him a couple times and see how he is. Um, and also on top of this, we finally pretty much got a concrete answer on Sarah. Um, the answer is yes, but not until they get the money and they make her correct. Which has Which been the answer that they've been the whole time. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We have it in we have it on video. We've had it in writing. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, I think clearly. I think in video is better, but whatever, it's fine. Still, I don't know how cl- how more clearly they can say it. it yeah, was, no. seriously, like it's clear. It's clear now. It's <laughs> definitely clear. So I mean, 
no more talk about Sarah. It will come. She will come when it is going to happen. So let's just we'll just leave it at that. Let's keep um, bitching until it happens, because <laughs> that's what just, we always do. I mean, the, 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 only other, <laughs> the only other one thing, the only other thing that I should point out, and I know a lot of people out there that do like um, Young Justice, which, by the way, that trended a really high on Saturday morning. Um, unfortunately, that's probably not going to come to Tsunami. Um, is there always a, a chance? Sure, but they're pretty sure that it's not going to. So, which makes me way, really happy. Nope. Ass. Go ahead. I, <laughs> makes, I don't. I don't care if it comes on tsunami. I just. I don't. Tsunami is not Captain Savaho. Yeah. That's you, true. Captain. That is true. Tsunami is not the repository of dead cartoons. Right. But, but save the show. Like, that's that's a different topic. Save the show. I don't want it to get canceled. No. That was actually that was actually a good thing that dc did for a while but we, we won't talk about that we'll be on here be on that topic for like hours yeah we already talked about that let's move on <laughs> yes i know let's move on so um the next thing that was announced at momocon which happened last night was uh for their birthday evangelion 1.11 would play and you know it obviously played last night uh, on top of that they actually had a promo for it which in my opinion and jose will probably probably will either agree or tell me to shut the hell up Oh, no, I know what your opinion is. It's I'm going to tell you to shut the hell up, but go on. (laughs) Wait, $5. Use my line. Anyways, um, I think that was one of uh, that was one of their best promos, actually. Oh, that's not what I was. I thought you were going to say. Never mind. Oh, what was I going to say? I thought you were going to do the whole like, oh, did Funimation help you on that one thing? Um, Which I wish you'd asked me that first before you asked Jason, because I could have told you like, no, they didn't. (laughs) They well, clearly no, I, didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know if what they were because I I was kind of because I first of all I liked the the promo, mm-hmm. and I was I, I kind of noticed that it was it was similar to the trailer. Not really. I yeah. mean that, and I was talking more about the, you know, the font more, and I and I thought and I said to them, that's why I asked him about that, and I was like. You know, did you guys work with Funimation? Because that would be awesome. Um, and... No, Funimation edits edits very differently from the way Toonami edits. Uh, right. That's not that's not a bad thing. I think Funimation has finally gotten some editors who who are starting to cut trailers like trailers. The way they cut trailers is a little too expository for my taste. Instead mm. of trying to sell me the. Uh, the the piece Uh, although there are pieces like the helsing trailer which is epic that they're trying to do more things that are i'm selling you this not explaining what the hell's going on although i like the dead man wonderland trailer i thought that was very good that one probably would have sold me on it had i not seen it on tsunami um but yeah i mean i I like the less expository trailers and more the, the hey this is awesome trailers um, I don't know how much more expository you can get with Evangelion. No matter how much God. exposition you give, it will just continue to mind screw you. Yeah, well, I guess we might as well just talk about it. Quit, quit saying expository, yeah, goddammit. Talk I'm about it. Of um, the one thing, the one thing that was actually good about it is that they actually had um, Tom uh, bringing it back, uh, coming out of Evangelion, and also, um, you know, coming back from commercials. They they had that. 
involved with uh, Evangelion as well, which was awesome. A lot of people liked that too, because yeah, that's one of the that's one of those things that people have actually wanted to see. Was like Tom saying something, coming back from commercials, going into whatever whatever show it would be. So that that was nice to see. I was uh, actually going to talk about the movie. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, well, one point one one isn't my favorite. Uh, it's all right. I haven't seen two point two two. I'm sorry. Is it, is it okay? It's just okay. Yeah, it really is just <laughs> all right. Uh, n- you know, big homie's going to eventually have to yeah. answer the Thundercats because <laughs> we try to make Mumra expire. Um, no, but in all, in all seriousness, uh, 1.11 isn't my favorite. Uh, I'm a big fan of the original show. I like I like End of Evangelion. But I'm glad that a lot of people responded to 1.11. And it is a definitely a great place to start. Uh, if, you, if you've you never seen the show, obviously this gives you the first six episodes co- condensed into two hours. Um, that being said, I would still watch the original series. Uh Obviously, this, but don't don't compare the movies. It's unfair to compare the movies to uh, the original show, the original series. Yeah, because it it is a reboot. It really doesn't have anything to do with the original show. It's an alternate retelling, like about the twentieth time. You know, they've tried to you know do an alternate retelling of Eva, but at the same time, um, you know, uh, I, I think the advances in uh, in animation have truly helped Evangelion more than any other series because. Um, you know how when George Lucas was talking about, you know, redoing more technological stuff with the prequels, this is what I think he meant, meant you yeah, know, yeah. with, you know, uh, all the stuff. Because, I mean, I've own, I've seen the original. I own the perfect collection. And, um, yeah, that horrifically overpriced set from ADV. And, yeah, you poor uh, bastard. <laughs> get the Platinums. <laughs> I, I need to. I, I should get the Thin Packs. They have, they have better audio. But anyway. Um, well, they have better everything, dude. That video is shit on those old DVDs. <laughs> no, I, I don't how shitty they are. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of speaking of Evangelion, um, it actually, I believe it was Amazon. I heard this was it actually yeah. went up in sales on Amazon because of this. So, um, yeah, it went to like number one in bestsellers, and two point two two was right behind it. Yeah, so I mean, it, it had an effect. Definitely had an effect. So same I'm, thing happened with Casher in the night it had premiered on Tsunami. So I'm glad that people. Was way, uh, that was way back last May. I'm I'm glad people are getting into the show. I would highly suggest getting into the original television series if you can track it down. Uh, it's out of print right now, um, and yes, unlicensed, uh, sadly. Yeah, but considering that Funimation has the um, license now, I can see them doing a re-release. It's maybe at some point, maybe to coincide with three point three three. Let me let me correct you real quick. Uh, they do not have the license to the TV series. They just yeah, have the license that. to the movies. I was thinking the movies might, you know, pave the way for the uh, TV series. And someone's going to be anal about this, so let me be even more specific. <laughs> the rebuild movies, not Advent of Evangelion or Death and Rebirth. Not those movies. Although, <laughs> although those need to be license rescued as well because I checked out the prices. Yeah, manga, manga lost those a while back. Yeah, my uh, I I had a copy of End of Evangelion, and it has since gone AWOL, and I have no idea where to find it. So I looked it up on... Oh, you poor uh, bastard. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. I mean, that's another story. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, um, Funimation, if you're listening, you know what to do. I pleaded for you with this with Gunbuster. I have since gotten Gunbuster. But Eva is one of those things that you just cannot let stay unlicensed. Um, It's apparently. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was done. I was just going to say to Funimation, it's going to print money. Oh, any any company knows that. I mean, Evangelion is like a two billion dollar franchise. 
Um, here's the thing, though. It's not even... Uh, it's nothing Funimation, uh, Section 23, ADB, whoever the you want to talk to, can do. There's nothing they can do about it, because apparently Evangelion's going through some legal troubles right now. Uh-oh. Uh, so, yeah, Tatsunoko helped out with that one, Yeah, I it's a really big, like, cluster f*** over in Japan. Oh, no. Uh, and they're, Gainax is not talking to anybody until the rebuilds are done. And why should they? <laughs> yeah, why should they, really? Like, it makes sense to wait until the rebuilds are done. I think I remember reading something about this uh, Studio Kara, which I believe is uh, Anno's uh, own studio that he started specifically for the um, rebuild movies. I believe, um, you know, is suing Gynax or, you know, something like that. And I think it was because of that why 3.33 got delayed a little bit. But, um, which upset oh, me. Yeah. And for, for inquiring minds, I did check and see when uh, 3.33 is getting a release date. It comes out on. April 24th in Japan for those who are um, crazy and would like to import it. Which, okay. which no, I won't import it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even which, have 2.22. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is pretty. It was is, is available pretty cheap on um, Amazon, but um, yeah, 3.33 gets its Japanese release date on April 24th. And considering turnaround time for dubbing and all that stuff, I would guess sometime late summer. For three point three three in mm, here in the states, I give it a year. Nah, I don't know. Funimation can turn it around pretty quickly if they want to. I, I don't. We... I don't doubt that they can turn it around quickly. It's the rights that mm. that is making me go. And a lot of the distributors in Japan are usually like, "Hey, well, we're going to do our sales first, then you can release it in America," because they don't want you know they don't want people importing Reverse Funimation's import. copies yeah. of two point two two and three point three three. You know, yeah, that's, so that's why we usually see a year delay. Mm, maybe who knows? I I don't know. Maybe Evangelion's just one of those things that's you know big enough. But I'm not. I'm. What do I know? I'm just. Uh, I'm just the voice monkey. Damn <laughs> yeah, right you are. But um, <laughs> yeah. What you guys? What you guys think of the movie? Uh, who here is an Evangelion like virgin? I guess. I actually thought that I didn't see this, but I I do remember seeing. I believe it was the series that was on Adult Swim, right? Yeah. Like for like yeah. two episodes? <laughs> no, 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 no. The the series was on Toonami for like two episodes. The whole thing played on Adult Swim. Yeah, I yeah. saw it really? on Adult Swim. It did, yeah. It played on Adult Swim. I remember that from years ago. So um, I, I remember it. So that's kind of why I fell asleep last night. But I mean, yeah. It, it, Piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. You fell asleep even before that. Hey, bitch. I was watching it. What, Darrell? Kiss my ass, what? So we're not yeah, so we're not going to talk about the movie anymore, are we? We're just going to yeah, we're going to talk about pretend to be... fight over the internet. Exactly. This is basically what this is coming down to. Children, let the Eva veterans talk. <laughs> you. But so, seriously, what did you guys think of Eva again? Well, let me just finish my thought. I mean, I think I think seeing it remastered looked really. I mean, it looked better, and it was nice to come back to it. And I would like to see more of Evangelion. Like 2.22, and uh, even when 3.33 comes, I would like to see that as well. So, Durrell. Oh, you know, I really enjoyed it. You know, to me, as a f- mech, so I'm just happy, happy, joy, joy all around. You know, get to see that Gendo's still the goddamn dick that he always was, and Asuka's <laughs> still a bitch. 
Although Oscar wasn't in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It still doesn't matter though. I just wanted to call Oscar a bitch anyway. And also, yes, for the fan and for the fan, <laughs> yes, I will shut this up right now. The rebuild is Oscar Langley Shikinami, not Oscar Langley Soryu. So before any of you even have that seed in your head, I will clear that up. Yes. Thank you, Jim. I'm glad there. you I'm glad you addressed that. When you've, um, been, when you've been an Eva fan as long as I have, you start to think like him, which is a bad <laughs> Also, I miss Gendo's old voice. He's yeah, like Charlie too. Sheen. I, I really, I, I think his name is Tristan McAvery, the original uh, Gendo Ikari. He was so perfect for the role. No offense against John Swayze, but damn, I miss Gendo, uh, I miss Tristan McAvery. Yeah, he was, he was good, but still, I mean, I can see, you know, the you know, how, like, the direction maybe to make it sound like, Char- make him sound like Charlie Sheen. Not, is that, uh, okay, is that, hold on, wait a minute, is that, like, pre-Coke Charlie Sheen or on-Coke Charlie Sheen? I meant to say Martin Sheen, but uh, the be- the good one, the one that behaves. <laughs> okay. Emilio <Don't> Estevez? <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Ducks! Flying G! <laughs> so anyways, uh, the other announcement that came out of Momocon that made people scream their f***ing brains out did you have to turn the audio down for that so uh, it didn't spike or anything? Uh, no, I did not because uh, okay. I didn't record it. It wasn't my audio. It was uh, Momocon's okay. audio. Okay. Uh, um, and plus I was lazy and I didn't do it. <laughs> but even still, this made people flip their shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can actually see it in the video. You can see Jason's face when like people are yelling about it. But um, no, everybody like immediately started standing up and applauding at this. Yes. So without further ado, yes. Jose. One Piece is coming to Toonami. We don't know when. We don't have a date, but it is we coming. We don't have a time slot either. It is but totally it's back. It's coming back. Fa- Obviously, it's going to be the Funimation dub. I'm all in favor of getting rid of both Bleach and Naruto and just. Hey, bitch! Don't out. go there. Don't go there, bitch. That, you, you know damn well that's not going to happen. So that's yeah. Stuff right there. But gotcha. um, actually, somebody had asked uh, a question on the Tumblr, which I did answer, and I used this as a reason for it. Um, I think that the 11 p.m. hour is coming. Actually, um, that would make the most sense. It, it makes sense because if you put one piece at two, or I mean one thirty, eh, mm. eh. I mean even if you put, even if you were to move it to the one o'clock slot, it's like. Eh. And I mean that's where guess- Soul Eater is. I mean why are you gonna move Soul Eater? And with how many episodes One Piece has, it only makes sense to air an hour of it. By the way. Well, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Don't I don't think mean, they could afford piece, a, I, I don't think they could afford an hour of One Piece. Well, I'm actually well, at an interesting crossroads, though, with myself. Because I'm just like, I'm in the middle of Water 7 right now, which is like 200 and some odd episodes in. Yeah. And I'm just like, do I stop here and just watch it on Toonami and start from the beginning? Or do I... Do I keep going and just watch it on Toonami? So I'm. You can go both ways. I can go both ways. Exactly. I'm not sure. He likes to go both ways. I love to go both ways. Bounce <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I, I'm excited. I'm like, yay! There's a show on Toonami for me that isn't Cowboy Bebop. Um, yes. The thing so, about when, when he had mentioned it, man, you know, I really had like at Momocon, man, I was sitting, this prick was sitting behind me, and every time, you know, Jason would say something, he'd be like, yeah! I was like, Oh, that man. jackass? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I was about to say, you bitch, if you do not shut up, I'm going to slap the f*** out of you. <laughs> I have no idea where you guys were. No, we were I, I was... I, I was like yeah. directly across. I was like, you know, directly across from you, because yeah. we tried to set it up, when we were filming, we tried to set it up like a triangle between... 
myself, Jose, and the uh, stage. And so, um, you know, it, it looked like a really awesome scalene triangle. And I was, and I was, I was the text monkey. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I was over there with Jim and, and Darrell, and I was uh, live tweeting, so. <laughs> we go talk about that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, uh, One Piece um, coming to Tsunami. There's 590 some odd episodes, I think. By the way, we know nothing about that either, so don't ask 50 questions, please. Don't ask us. Okay. I don't know if it's going to start from the beginning or if it's going to be the, fun, the four kids version or it's going it's to be not un- going to be the four kids version. Obviously, not. we know that saying, one. <laughs> I mean, it's going to probably be uncut. It's adult swim. Come on now. Well, but, we, know, we know it's not going to be the four kids version because four kids doesn't have the rights to the show anymore. No, nope. <laughs> I don't. Four kids so, doesn't exist anymore for all intents and purposes. I know, but people, you know how people are, Jose. Well, are they going to put the four kids? Four kids isn't around. <laughs> and if you even li- think about liking that four kids stuff, you can go die in a fire. And you also will uh, also check your fan card at the door because you won't be needing it anymore. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Dreaming. Don't give it a bluffy. Although, by the, by the way, Jim, I know we hate on that One Piece rap. It's actually kind of catchy. I have to way, admit, Jim, it's Jim, a little uh, catchy. Uh, huh? We're working on something secret, aren't we? Yes, we are working oh, on something sh- secret. Sh- don't don't say anything. Jose doesn't even know about it. So I sh- don't. I literally don't. Like I said, we are working on something secret. You guys will just have to be good and wait. Yes, you will. So anyways, yes, um, yes, I guess this is as good a time as any, unless we have anything else to say about One Piece. I'm just excited that it's coming because it's going to give us huge ratings, and I'm very happy about that. I'm happy for One Piece because I'm just like, yay, the show's finally getting a real shot because it never had it. I've never gotten a chance to watch it, so this is going to be my first chance. You bitch. And I'm going to say that like, um, the reason that I wanted One Piece to be here was because of the ratings. And it's going to do something with ratings. So for those of you that are sitting there going, oh, another shonen an- anime, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And besides, like like Paul said at the top of this segment, it will probably be likely that the 11 o'clock hour is coming. We don't know for certain. I cannot, um, I cannot confirm. confirm, with confirm yeah, I cannot stress that enough that we don't know. But at the same time, here's hoping that our Expand Tsunami uh, efforts have been paying off. And one last thing before we move on to the topic tonight on the last bit of news that we keep forgetting about is there is another show out there that they're picking up that they didn't tell us about. It's 12 episodes is a short one, right? Uh, I'm not sure. They didn't really give. I don't remember if he gave details about it. But, uh, he really didn't get no details about it. But um, I know that there's another show that there's that they're bringing too. So it's Gantz. Gantz confirmed. What's that? It's Gantz. Gantz confirmed. <laughs> yes, Gantz, baby, Gantz. Well, if they watch, if they watch the interview, maybe they'll see some. They'll hear something about Gantz. Yeah. My <laughs> hopes and dreams dying. Yes. Because <laughs> I really like that show. I was like, oh man, I thought I could. I, I'm still willing to take the challenge and see if I could edit it to Adult Swim standards and get away with it. <laughs> I want to um, see if you can do that too, man. Somebody right. did shout "Penny and Stocking," and I and uh, you know, Jason oh yeah, Penny and Stocking. People. They 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 did they did acknowledge that they are listening. So yeah. mm-hmm. yes. So although I don't know if I want again, we've talked about Penny and Stocking before. I don't want Penny and Stocking on Tsunami. I want it on Adult Swim Comedy. You don't tell anybody that it's anime. Nobody will know. No, it's yeah. If you don't, yeah. If 
it's one of those things where it's like, you know, don't it, don't ask, don't tell. If you don't ask about it being anime, then you will never know. Kind of like Shin-Chan. Well, don't ask, don't tell don't exist anymore. That's been done away with. Fair enough, but you know what I'm you know what I'm <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> so anyways, we're talking about it now. We got to talk about Momocon. All right. Yeah, so yeah. where should we start with this cuz uh, it's um, well, there was me, uh, possibly almost having to sleep at uh, Hartsfield for uh, the night <laughs> before I did get the, before I had that miracle plane change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually, was that was funny. Speaking of that, Jim, I, I feel really bad for Daniel because like he got to the airport at like six a.m. and he can correct me on this after he hears the podcast. But um, he got there at six a.m. and they didn't take off until like three or four in the afternoon because of the weather. Yeah, it was. I think it was worse up country than it was uh, in Boston. But there were still five inches of snow on the ground in Boston. They had to de-ice the plane twice. They only had one runway open, and uh, people were ready to, you know, jump out of the plane and start strangling each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it almost became it almost became something, you know, quite exquisite to watch. I'd be like, you know, I'd be sitting there, you know, observing and taking notes and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, so this is what happens. <laughs> Um, I, I finally know what Jim looks like now, thanks to this convention. Because yeah. <laughs> literally, I asked Rel and Paul and Daniel, nobody, none of us knew what you looked like, dude. Maybe no, I should have come with a bag in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we literally, I literally had no idea what you looked like. I was like, wait a minute, what the f*** does Jim look like? <laughs> I'm rooming with this kid. I have no idea what he looks like. So, yeah, I was afraid of, like, if I have to pick him up from the airport or something, which luckily I didn't have to do. But I'm like, if I have to pick him up from the airport or something, how the f*** am I supposed to find him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But thank you uh, to the uh, Atlanta uh, Public Trans, the MARTA, because uh, it was very, very nice. Um, it, all I had to do was just take one subway from the airport to uh, the Peachtree Center stop, and there you go. It was beautiful. Going back was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, going back was great. Going back sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, you drove. Shut up. I drove, and guess what? I didn't even go home. I went straight to set. <laughs> yeah, you're the crazy uh, motherfucker that decided, oh, I'm just going to go right to set. I know. I didn't decide that. That decision was made for me. I crossed yeah. into Miami. Like, I literally crossed into Miami, and I got a phone call, and they were like, hey, are you near? Where are you? I'm like, I just got into Miami. Can you go here? Am I working? You are now. I'm like, uh, okay. Yes, sir. I'm working. In that case, I'm still in. The, I'm still passing through uh, through the panhandle. <laughs> like I was literally crossing into Miami, and luckily the place wasn't too far that I could get there relatively easily. And then I get, I got to deal with an hour of bullshit from UPS. Um, and then I got to go to set for the rest of the day and didn't sleep for the rest of the week because that's nah, it's fun. I just remember the jubilant tweet that uh, Jose sent out. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. Now I'm going to sleep for about 18 hours. Yes, I was so happy. <laughs> now he's like, he's like, to do ToonamiFaithful.com stuff or go to bed. I'm like, mm, I wanted to be go like, to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what I was about to say. I was about I was, to tweet to Jose. I actually have a funny little story bed. about being on set. Um, uh, while we were shooting, there was a, um, we had to do this kite surfing stunt, I guess. Um, it wasn't really a stunt, but there was a kite surfer going around and the hat she had brought was, uh, inappropriate. They couldn't really, there was a logo on it that we couldn't use. 
And the second assistant director pulled me aside and he said, hey, uh, you know, you have a low profile hat. I'm like, well, my hat actually has a logo on it. And they're like, yeah, we can put gaff tape over that. We can totally cover that up. And I'm like, look, this is a one of a kind hat. Like, unless you can guarantee I can get it back, uh, I'm not giving it to you. And uh, it was my it was my tsunami hat that I had worn, and I was like, I'm not I'm not giving this to you unless you can guarantee I'll get it back. And they did not take it, thank God. Yeah, so I learned I, my I lesson. See. I will never wear that hat to set again. Exactly. Well, let's put it this way: um, if it were me, I would have said no, no, and f- no. You can go stick it where the sun don't shine. Yep. <laughs> and he would have got fired on the spot. I probably would have gotten fired. I was very polite. I was like, look. Yeah, I yeah. can't buy another hat. Like this hat is yeah. one of a kind. Yeah. Well, that would that would be me, you know, for something like that. But that's why I don't work in uh, film or anything like that. <laughs> and yeah, I overstate as well. So yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would have played, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it, how you guys know me now, it's like yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have said that. <laughs> yes, but now y'all know the rail though, really yes. well. <laughs> I got to ride the rail. Like that was fish. fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell him about the Guinness? <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, my it. God, Durrell. Durrell is the biggest fucking drinker in the world. Oh I will let Durrell tell this. Um, basically, Durrell, well, yeah, let's just say that he would be right at home with us Irish folks here in Boston today because, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go, go right ahead, uh, Durrell. Please take it from here. Yeah, basically, when we all met up that night at the restaurant, you know, basically, I didn't want nothing to eat because I had already eaten. And I ordered a Guinness and a shot of Crown Maple. Basically, when the bartender came back, I just turned the shot up and the, the basically, I didn't stop drinking a Guinness until it was all gone. And everybody was like, well, damn, I have never seen anybody drink a Guinness like that. Yeah, I, just, I had the, I had just, just drink it. He, oh, sorry. Sorry. You go ahead. Uh, want, me, want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he didn't just drink this. He threw the friggin' thing back. It was just like <laughs> done. See, that oh, was like... even too long. He actually did it for way faster than that. He like <laughs> he put the bottle up for two seconds and it was down. He was like, "I'm done." Does <laughs> this guy? I was like, "Does this guy have a uvula at all or anything like that?" I was yeah. really. I I had barely started drinking whatever the fuck I was drinking. I don't even remember. Yeah, rum and coke. Was it a rum and coke? <laughs> yeah, you had a rum and coke first. Okay. Because my drinks get gayer and gayer during the night. <laughs> oh God, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Over the course of the weekend, you mean? <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I only got I love, You know what? I don't give a crap. I love my gay drinks. Give me an apple teeny any day. I fucking love apple teenies. I think I actually took a picture of that. Uh, yeah, I, I was drinking. What? I was drinking something out of a fancy glass. I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was a melon drop. It, that's sure. what it, wow you yes. remember my drinks better than i do it was a melon drop and i got to toast with Doral, and that was fun hell yeah we all toasted i had it i had the local uh atlanta brew because i always try and make sure to um you know try the local brews when i'm someplace new like for example when i'm in when i'm in baltimore i always all order a youngling you know so. um but yeah we're we're talking about drinks now jesus yeah, exactly. And then we went back to our hotel rooms and pissed said drinks away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's I a damn lie. Oh, dude, I was, I was wasted Friday night. Because one, I hadn't slept. And two, I, I hadn't <laughs> yes, eaten. You, you didn't eat. That yes, was the thing. That was Only... the other thing. I didn't eat and I didn't sleep. And I just was like, let's go drinking. 
<laughs> yeah, see, Saturday night was the shit, though. Saturday, Saturday night yeah, was Saturday great. great. Saturday was great. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. In a minute. Um, should I should I go ahead and brag now or brag later? Brag, brag. now. Okay. Brag now um, so I drove all night from work, literally Thursday night, and I drove all the way to Atlanta. Uh, and I got there at around six in the morning. I was just waiting around, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go check out the Adult Swim building. I've never been there. And I found it, and you know, I took pictures and stuff, and I, um, you know, I tweeted out to Jason around eight o'clock in the morning, and I was hanging out by the building, and he was like, he he sent me a direct message with his phone number, even though I already had it, and I was, he was just like, hey, dude, um, if you're outside the building, like, come on in, you know, I'll let you inside. Come on up, come on up by the roof, and I'm Best. like, okay, <laughs> 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 trying to be all cool and. And I got to I got a little tour of uh, William Street. I got to see all the cool. They have a bunch of IGPX stuff. Uh, there's a giant, like Richie said, there's a giant IGPX poster um, in Jason's office that now belongs to me because he gave me mm-hmm. one. Uh, I, I got that cool tsunami hat, which uh, I think they gave the last one to Steve, so they yeah. don't have any more of those. Steve was wearing it at the panels he was at. Yep, uh, and so was I. I was wearing <laughs> that thing the whole weekend. Fuck you. I had my flat cap. <laughs> uh, I got a bunch of like press kits and posters and postcards and stuff like that. They like, handed me a bunch of cool stuff, and I was like, "Thank you guys so much." Uh, and we talked, and I got to see the um, the the choice is yours uh, music video early. I got to see that early before it aired on Toonami, before the, even the audio was mixed, uh, which was really cool. Oh, um, and big big round of applause to Brent. Uh, round of applause to Brent because man. Did that video sound bad before he uh, before he cleaned that I, crap up? I actually bought the single that um, that they used for that. It, so, honestly, yeah. it's really uh, it's really amazing how well they blend the voices into those music videos because it is. I I really because I, I've done it before, but I, it takes me forever. And Brent just because I I had heard what it <laughs> sounded like without without Brent cleaning it up, and then mm. when you see it on Tsunami and you're just like, holy crap, dude. I need to learn Pro Tools. Um, like By the way. Oh, so, so go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, um, for those that are interested, you can find the song that was used for The Choice Is Yours on iTunes. It's uh, call, It's uh, from the artist uh, Ananon, A-N-E-N-O-N, and the album is called Inner Hue. The track is called Memory Residue, yeah. and that's uh, 99 cents off of iTunes. It's a cool track. Um Good track. Love it. Yeah. And I got to see, I got to meet Chris uh, as well, who is one of the Adult Swim, or sorry, one of the Tsunami Six. Uh, I got to see where they do the Adult Swim bumps. Uh, I didn't get to meet that guy, though. He was in his office, but he was working. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to hang out in Jason's office. I got to hang out in Gil's office where that big Tsunami, uh, that Tom statue is. Uh, He Mm. keeps that in his office. Mm. Uh, And just, they have a little. They have the media library, and I was like, "Can I go in there?" And Jason was like, "No." <laughs> but they have another little media library in the back, where they um, where they keep a lot. Like Bondi loves to send them. Well, loved to send them DVDs. They have like all these copies of Ghost in the Shell and IGPX and stuff, and they actually have the um, the original cases because original the uh, the original cases and the original models they used to pitch Gundam Wing to the network. Um. You know, Bondi had sent them, I think, Wing Zero Custom and another another Gundam, I forgot which one, 
in these in these cases, and uh, they still have them. And they these were the cases they used to show them to Cartoon Network and say, "Look, this is Gundam. You want to put this on TV?" So it was really cool to see all this uh, all this cool history and see how tsunamis made. And, uh, and not to mention, they have a giant Big O as well in the office. Oh, yes, the giant one-of-a-kind Big O made by Sunrise uh, in their office. And it lights up, too. Uh, yeah, because lest, you for, lest we all forget, Cartoon Network had a hand in producing the Big O, too. That's the reason why they, they made that for Cartoon Network. Uh, and, it's a, again, it's a one-of-a-kind. There's only one of it in the world, and it lights up. And it didn't light up in the picture I have of it because... Uh, they everybody was lazy. We don't want to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of laziness going. Around. Yes, a lot of lazy. <laughs> Dude, it was like Friday morning at eight o'clock. I wasn't gonna ask anything. I was like, "You guys are letting me in. You do whatever you want." <laughs> and I got to I see a lot of cool artwork place. too. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was William Street. So yeah, that was William Street. I hung out outside the building, and I got to see the outside of Cartoon Network as well. Um, mm-hmm. And but the the William Street thing was a really cool experience for me. Uh, hanging out with Jason was honestly a dream come true. Um, and then that dream come true continued the next night, which we were all there for. And yeah, I'll let so someone else to... take that one. Yep, we were uh, at a. Oh, sorry. I can go ahead and take that one. Take okay. Um. So Jose was in conversation with Jason. We had we had said, you know, we were like, well, why don't we go out to dinner? And they're like, mm, no, we're actually going out to dinner with Steve. I'm like, well, I think that's more important, but whatever. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but he said to Jose, he's like, yeah, so um, later on, we'll probably be going for a drink, so we'll text you, possibly. Okay. So I think it was what, around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock-ish. Yeah, uh, it was around 10 o'clock that Steve and Gil and Jason rolled into the bar. And we were already huge guys start walking towards us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, Steve left early uh, because he had he had work to do. Mm. But he hung out with us for a bit. And we got to chill out and talk. Yes. Um, and, you know, and then Gil and Jason, it was really cool hanging out with those guys because we got to talk very frankly with them and very yes. off the record. Uh, there was some stuff that we got to talk about and ask questions that we cannot repeat here. Nope. And I have a new, I have a new favorite Jason DeMarco quote that I can't repeat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are, and is, they all know what I'm talking about. I can't is, repeat it. There is one thing that we can repeat, and that's the the reaction that Jason had to Darrell's drink. <laughs> oh yeah, that big ass rum cake. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Oh he my god, like Jason almost like freaked out. He's like, holy shit, no, how Jason, did you drink all that? No, Jason stopped mid sentence, like, holy shit, is that just for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was hilarious. Yeah, Jose and I each had uh coral reefs uh which were non-alcoholic but they made them alcoholic yes. for us. And by the way, we were doing we did this like super secret. Like we were we didn't tell nobody, nobody knew that nobody Jason knew. nobody knew that Jason and Gil were in the hotel. Like they were like this was like super secret stuff going on here. Even Chad like later on was like I didn't know. I was like, no, Chad did know. I forgot to text him. I was like, I, <laughs> I had told him and I forgot to text him. I'm so sorry, Chad, but sorry, Chad, Chad got to hang out with him later anyway. So it's all yeah. good. Yeah. So. But Jason, Jason and Gil are both really, really cool guys. You just can't yeah. get in Jason's doghouse because he'll never get out. <laughs> yeah, I think I like literally impressed Jason with all the f- 
drinking that I did that night, man. With that, I think you impressed everybody with that. I think Jason was a little scared for you. I was scared for him. What the hell? Fuck you, man. The thing. The thing, though, uh, after speaking f- with them very frankly uh, and, and honest and open with them was uh, we we I think we have such a better understanding of how much work goes into Toonami and how little they get back from it. Uh, you know, I don't think we ever understood the true scale of it, of how much work goes into it and how much, you know, they actually get back from it. Now, now I think we have a much better understanding. They really do this for nothing, guys. They yeah. really, honest to God, do th- what they do on Toonami for nothing. And, yeah. This supplements their regular jobs at Adult Swim. Because remember, v- Jason is the VP of Special Projects. He sets up the Adult Swim singles program every single summer. Yep. So, And, and by the way, I mean... This made this made the whole trip for us. I mean, seeing Steve, being able to talk to Steve, seeing uh, Jason and the whole crew. I mean, that that made this trip worth it. So, not to mention and, me and all you guys for the first time too, man. Oh yeah. Oh, di- oh god. Aww. I need to, I need to say this. I need to say this because you guys are gonna laugh about this. Somebody <laughs> actually asked me on Tumblr. You know all the pictures that I put on Tumblr all of us like jose was on top of Darrell going let's go <laughs> yes which lasted for five minutes and then i was like all right this is a little gay i need to get off now because <laughs> yeah. i was literally gonna carry you the rest of the way dude <laughs> so um like somebody literally asked me on tumblr was that pictures of you guys or was that just random people i'm like dude we were too busy to take pictures of random people <laughs> exactly well, like I people could. people didn't understand like we were like literally busy the whole time. Like it's not even funny. Like we were, we made time for each other, but like Jose was like doing editing, you know, and we were trying to and camera work. Yeah. And camera work. I mean, we were just there to help basically. So, I mean, and again, it it made everything meeting those guys just made everything worthwhile. Oh, 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 so Jose, can we get a crowd all there and oh. the a crowd in there? <laughs> no, I'm lazy. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I really don't like doing the sound effect thing in the podcast. I think it, <laughs> it usually sounds kind of cheesy. And you know what's really funny, Jim? I like cheese, though. What's up? He's probably going to do it. Anyways. I'm probably really not going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, this is another story from MomoCon. Like, uh, the first night that me and Paul were there, we had people being real f-ing loud that whole night. <laughs> now, the first, the first part of it, I was like, shut the f- up, I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> okay, five minutes, it stops. Okay, it goes back up again. So I go out in the hall, I see it real loud, everybody shuts up again. Six minutes later, starts up again, so I just call downstairs. They call security, and in the morning, me and Paul get an apology for uh, <laughs> get an apology letter. Dude, I should have I should have freaking milked that shit too. I should have been like, they were noisy the other night. I want a discount, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, cause seriously, they were like the next night, the Saturday night. I literally got up, went next door, <laughs> and it was a whole bunch of kids drinking. Man, I should like, you know what? Give me. Your alcohol right now <laughs> and that's found it all right in front of him and he would have been fine <laughs> yeah he would have been fine oh man the, uh we had so much fun there i mean <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't all fun and games obviously we did work but for me i think the 
I think obviously going to William Street was was a big highlight because uh, you know that's where I want to work. Um, and hint, hint. <laughs> hint. <laughs> <laughs> always a hint. But um, you know, which I didn't, I didn't really didn't try to play that up to Jason too much, uh, or Gil. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to like, look, I'm here to be press, but you know, hey, I did, I do I do professional press. editing work too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I had so much fun with those guys, and getting to meet Johnny for me was a was a was a little bit of a dream come true for me because Johnny is the one who edited the Dreams promo, um, and Dreams promo was a huge inspiration for me, and getting to meet getting to meet the guy who is basically behind that promo and the reason I do my career. Uh, was really surreal and really just like what like this is the dude you know and of course meeting sarah and meeting uh sarah who's the other editor who's amazing at what she does uh was also an inspiration i'm officially in love with sarah because she says she loves thundercats i knew you were too i was like i heard that i'm like paul loves her yep i'm in love with her i'm like yes i'm kind of sad that nobody said anything about bleach man hurt my feelings but thundercast was the nice consolation though yes. everybody said bebop <laughs> yeah <laughs> except for me which by the way we, we kind of got exclusive rights to them didn't we in a way <laughs> uh to what we kind of did uh, at momocon we kind of got exclusive rights to them at, at momocon which is kind of awesome well the cool like thing stars, is man. yeah they did yeah. oh yeah momocon we, we super, super, actually right super, now super as awesome. we record this podcast i am staring at this beautiful tsunami on cartoon network uh bag and it makes me jizz in my pants every time i look at it i'm just looking at my igpx um poster that jason signed for me <laughs> Oh, I got one. <laughs> I'm not staring at it, but I have a tsunami license plate, like a European license plate that Jason was gracious enough to sign. And, yeah, because uh, Jim wasn't going to even get it signed. I was like, Jim, just ask Jason to sign it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I'm going to brag. Um, I, oh, I got you. I got my um, I got my Cowboy Bebop box signed by Steve Bloom. So the only person I'm missing <laughs> on it is uh, Bo Billingsay, who plays Jet. <laughs> And he all and Jason also signed IGPX seasons one and two uh, as Cunningham because he plays mm-hmm. Cunningham on that show. And nice. then I got the Toonami six basically to sign all my IGPX boxes, and I had about five of them. Okay, yeah, I did manage to get uh, Steve to sign my um, uh, Big O and Ghost in the Shell standalone complex box sets. Uh, that was nice. Uh, gave him uh, um, also twenty dollars to. I got to. Um, plug this actually because he's been plugging it um there's a voice actor out there by the name of jerry gelb and uh, he has a massive problem with his uh, cervical spine and he needs a very expensive surgery to uh, correct it this is a very important quality of life surgery that um if he gets this done it will basically keep him from being paralyzed um, so he has been, so, um, yes, uh, Mr. Gelb desperately needs the surgery and, um, Steve has been tweeting out the link. I believe, um, Jose also has a link. And so, yeah, um, I, I made a link to make it easier for everybody to remember. Mm-hmm. It, the website is called you caring or you're, you're caring. You, or something uh, like that. yes, we can. I think, yes, we yes, can. Yes, we can. I'm sorry. Something like that. But, yes, um, yes, and uh, the, youcaring.com slash uh, medical fundraiser and then all kinds of stuff. All but, yeah, kinds you, of stuff. But the easy way to remember it is uh, tinyurl slash jerrygelb, J-E-R-R-Y 
G E L B. So that's mm-hmm. the very easy way to remember it. I, I tweeted it out to Steve. Hopefully he'll put it up because that's way easier to remember. Oh yeah, but, and um, it's in the video as well. Uh, you can you can when it goes up on YouTube, it'll be clickable. But if you if you go check out the video in the Steve interview when we mention it, it's there. So please go donate what you can. Yes, and um, yes, please, I've please. done. Yes, because uh, I figured, I saw that and I was like, you know what, I'll do it. And uh, I got a couple um, extra posters signed. One of them, one of which I gave to my sister. So, which which by the way, I I forgot to ask him about that Terrell. I, I should have asked him while we were there to uh, yeah. see if he had any but I don't think he brought any upstairs when he was at the tsunami panel so yeah because see I was really trying to get where I get you know buy the posters and everything because me and Paul kept on getting cut off for the signing every time we tried oh, to go God, let's not even have that conversation <laughs> so we would we me and Darrell went down to the dealer's room which was where the autographs were the lady on line control told us that we couldn't go through and the same thing happened the next day which was aggravating but we at the tsunami panel he steve was actually gracious gracious enough to go out out front and actually do some signing so i was able to get something for Darrell signed and thank you for me signed so um, steve is just the biggest teddy bear you could ever hope to meet i mean he is a he is the definition of a class human being and yeah, like, he is a class act altogether would, would that like you know we had a billion people in the world as gracious with their time as Steve Bloom is. So, yeah, the man also, the man's a lot bigger than you might think he is. Also, he's got a heck of a handshake, too. So, well, Jason is about my, uh, sorry, not Jason. Uh, Steve is about my height. Yeah. 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 Well, remember, I'm only 5'7. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just okay. All of you <laughs> are short. <laughs> F- you. Hey, I'm about. Hey, I was about as tall as you, Jose. Yeah, I, I realized <laughs> something. I, I might be the tallest member on the Tsunami crew, what on the Tsunami Faithful podcast crew. But we know who's the strongest, though. No, it's definitely Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messing with Darrell. Alcohol-wise <laughs> and strength-wise, it's Darrell. I mean, I mean, come on, he saws wood too. <laughs> F- you. F- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfucker, I did snore. Okay, I'm sorry, sweetums, but you played yeah, on part, me so good, though. That's part of the reason why. I f- and, like didn't get enough sleep the whole goddamn weekend. Of course, like Jason... I'm sitting there, like I, I looked up at the goddamn wallpaper, and I'm like, oh look, the wallpaper is feeling. Look <laughs> at what you did, Darrell. Look at what you did. <laughs> of course, Jason towers over all of us. He's about six yeah. four, six three. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And by the way, somebody had actually mentioned on Tumblr, and I didn't even realize it until I actually looked at him, and I was like, oh my god, he actually did lose weight because like. Before, like, if you look at the the original interview that he did with Sean, I think it was for Toonami Jetstream. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but like, he looks a lot different than what he did in person when I was there. You know what I mean? So it looks like he actually it looks like he actually lost a lot of weight, which is a good thing. Oh uh, yeah, when Paul wanted to give him a T-shirt, Paul had that little small ass extra large. I told oh. you, bigs. <laughs> Not even have that conversation. <laughs> I am. Um... I... Did I you guys get recognized at Momocon, by the way? What was it? Um, somebody thought that I was working for Toonami. I just went with it. So Yeah, same that happened with, to me, uh, too. Same with Jose. <laughs> a lot. There's a whole handful in... of people who think I work I... for Toonami. I was there in the elevator, and I was tr- trying so hard to keep... Like, in my brain, I was just, you know, giggling like a little kid. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you know? laughs> oh remember, remember down in the theater room, somebody stopped us and was like, Oh, oh yeah. From I'm like, dude, that's my shirt. 
Yeah. Uh, was just like, one, I was like, I, I didn't even think about it at the time. I was like, I could have been like tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com, but I was like, dude, they're not for sale right now. And I'm like, f***. I'm like, yeah, Paul was in a bad mood at that point. Yeah, I was at a bad. I was in a bad mood because of the. I wasn't allowed in the the line to get signed for Steve because I I was trying to get the main thing I wanted to get signed was what he did eventually sign, which I'm giving away to you guys. So yeah, I got um, it. But but back to the elevator story because that was really funny. There's a black Inuyasha who who totally thinks I work for Turner. <laughs> I think it oh, was yeah. I think it was Friday, and he still had the guest sticker. Yeah, I had my there. I had my little guest sticker from William Street on my shirt, and I was wearing Cartoon Network shirt, and I had my Toonami hat on, uh, and I had a bunch of gear on me, and I was like, "Yep, I work for Toonami." <laughs> Dude, uh, Rory, who is the nicest, sweetest uh, videographer, lead videographer on the on a Momocon staff, totally thought I worked for Turner. Um, which I, I I was I was freelancing for Turner technically with, with this video because this video is the the official Tanami panel video is property of Turner. Uh, we need to make that clear. It's our property and Turner's property. So we were kind of freelancing for Turner in that point. And um, Momocon's property too. And it's Momocon's property. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so if anybody steals anything from that, mm, I would hope that's your that, ass. You're dealing with you're dealing with Turner's legal team, not us. I would hope that you uh, have a good legal person because you're gonna be screwed <laughs> yeah it, it, guys ask for permission if you're gonna you can embed the video anywhere but if you're gonna like take stuff from it ask us first please yes, uh we please. will we will give you better stuff than what's on that video trust us um so we'll we'll work it out with you trust us oh, ask man, us for the, the video elevator situation at momocon was ridiculous man oh i ended up taking <laughs> the, the secret elevator like 20 times yeah and, and the thing was is like they they the, the, the elevators were out of control except for Sunday because nobody was really there on Sunday. <laughs> Which was stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I think actually they pretty much everybody that was that came was only there for like the uh, the Steve Bloom signing in the morning and the Tsunami uh, panel. panel. Yeah, so the Tsunami panel was kind of the end of it because I didn't really go to any panels after. I know I didn't. Uh, then again, no, I was I, yeah. right games. after the Tsunami panel we ran to the press room. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we ran and got that, and then we. And then I had to, and then I stayed in Daniel's room the whole time. Uh, until it was like, hey, render times are way too long. Mm-hmm. That's when I took that wonderful picture of Jose editing. Yep. Which actually, I think it got retweeted and reblogged on Tumblr a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Yep. That, so that's um, a picture of me. Not yeah. to mention, let's see, one more elevator story was the elevator lap dance. Yes, the elevator lap dance. <laughs> Girl, that was, like, pretty much on your hand the whole time. <laughs> uh, she was on a little bit more than my hand, dude. <laughs> she was on my junk. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, come on, please quit moving. She's like, I'm kind of giving this guy a lap dance, but it's okay. I'm like, oh, God, man, please. I, no, you should have just been like, can I check your ID? <laughs> <laughs> dude i didn't even want to know oh we gotta tell like, the story we we gotta actually tell the story about uh <laughs> trying to break into daniel's room <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i was there for that <laughs> yes i think were you there for i think you were there for that um so basically what happened was is we had said to daniel we're like because daniel stayed through monday and he didn't go home until like monday afternoon monday night um Thank so, God he stayed that extra day, too. Yeah. 
so basically we were like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We all got to check out on Sunday. And um, we're just going to come up to your room, put our stuff down, and then just go to the Toonami panel. And that way we can set up, we can get everything all set just in case. And we, I don't, I don't think we realized that there was a panel actually in front of it. Maybe Jose knew that, but I didn't realize. Oh, it. I knew that. Yeah, I By always way, go to a panel early it, because, it like, was Chad, a little Rebo panel, and it was because, freaking awesome. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, funny. it was. Because like Chad had said something about, oh yeah, we're gonna shut it down like an hour early and hide stuff, and I'm like, okay. And then I realized there was another panel there. I was like, oh, uh, that might not work. <laughs> so they, we had enough time. Is the long yeah, issue. we we had enough time, so it was all good. But then like, there was a lot of me running around. <laughs> yes, it was. And then um, basically, next time you better so, next time you better answer your text quiz or Jose. So me and me and Jarrell started going up the elevator, and then. Ironically, the elevator opened on the 15th floor where Jose was and uh, Jim was, and they came in the elevator with us. And they're like, so we're, we're headed up to Daniel's room, and we've been texting and trying to call Daniel and be like, Daniel, wake up. We need you to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the door, and Jose is just like, uh, f- I'm just going to use my tripod. <laughs> he starts not hitting the door. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I didn't have a free hand. I know, but it was hilarious the way you said it. You're just like, ah, oh, f- it. I'm just going to use my tripod. <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and actually, it, it, it took like at least a minute or two, but he actually opened the door finally. Lazy f- <laughs> But we have to thank Daniel for that because we yeah. had a room to like edit in. So thank you, Daniel, for doing that. And, um, yeah. Like, seriously, we was running around like a chick with our heads cut off when it was time for the interviews. Like, interview time, I'm grabbing Jose's stuff, running to the room with him. It's like, I had lost good. my microphones. <laughs> and they were actually on yeah. the damn table. Yeah, I know. You, I know you lost your microphones, but they were right there. It was hilarious. I was yeah, stressed. Yeah. I was, because I in the middle of, of that shoot, I was in, involved in another shoot. So it was like double the stress. <laughs> uh, and then as soon as I left Momocon, I was back into the other shoot. So I was like, oh, crap. You know, so it was, it was just nothing but stress. It's really a wonder how, um, how I'm Jose's still alive, I know. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was all because of the power of the rail. Especially mm-hmm. with the sleep that you didn't get. It was all with the power of, oh, my God, I need to get stuff done. <laughs> Actually, I think Jose slept uh, more than I did during the uh, convention. Because I went to the rave after we uh, after we had our drinks with uh, Jason and Gil. Oh, I went there and too. I was there. Y- yeah, you did. I was there longer than you were, though. Yeah, I, I <laughs> left after like 15 minutes. I was like, okay. Was oh, yeah, so boring. Yeah, <laughs> hey, did we tell? Hey, did we tell him about the karaoke thing, um, Jose? Oh, I was so pissed about that. So, I know, man. Me and Jose was gonna actually do karaoke. I and know. They had fucking Vocaloids. It was man. only Vocaloid songs. I was like, come on, I want to sing "We Are" in Japanese. I know. I was like, I was willing to lose my dignity and sing with Jose, man. And it didn't happen, unfortunately. Mm. I know. No. So, so sad. We really wanted to make an ass of ourselves, though. I was going to put it on video and everything, man. <laughs> That's all. It's okay, though. Uh, we got right. to sit through a Toho panel. Oh, the Toho panel was funny as hell because yeah, that was... we're sitting there tweeting each other the whole time. <laughs> like, what's that? No Toho? idea. Yeah, we really had no idea what was going on. We were just like, all right, we need the Steve panel to start so we can get working. And yes. for those of you wondering, yes, the Steve panel's coming. I, I will get to it, I promise. I just don't know when. 
I, yeah, I, I would say after the um afterwards though, I would say that I know more about Toho now than I initially did when I first went in. <laughs> yes, you did. I still have <laughs> no idea what Toho is. Let's put it this way: I had some prior knowledge of Toho going in, and uh, all I know about it still is that it's a series of. Uh, bullet hell shooters, which I kind of like because you know I like two D shoot 'em ups and stuff like that. But the only one I've played is Perfect Cherry Blossom. Actually, by the way, I should talk about um, my adventure at the the stupid airport. <laughs> which one was oh, that going uh, back or up to? Well, coming coming to. So for for context, you guys have to understand that the Rochester International Airport here in Rochester, New York, is small, but it's a nice airport. So I get on the plane takes us about actually we got there early which was weird i got there probably about um i would say about half an hour early right Jarrell? yeah yeah so so i get off the plane i go through you know blah 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 so i, I get to i get down to the the, the uh the ground floor where you're supposed to walk through or the other thing which i'll talk about in a minute that i should have done in the first place mm-hmm. so i get down there and I, I, I'm walking. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the, the thing's at the end. Oh, my, what the hell? More escalators? More walking? What the f***? So I, I, I'm the dumb f- that's sitting here walking, continuing to walk. And I'm like, wait a minute. What is this train that this that's going along here that I keep seeing people get on? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, f- it. I'm just getting on the train. I'll take it down to the end. Welcome uh, to the plane train. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so I got intelligent finally at the end and took the train all the way down to the end, which is a long f***ing way, by the way. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> finally got out of the airport. And, I, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, when I f***ing come back, <laughs> I'm taking the goddamn, goddamn train all the way to my gate and then getting going up there. Because if none of you have been to Atlanta, you have to understand this airport is huge. Like, I, I'm not even kidding you. Like... I think it's the biggest airport in the country. Yeah, like I, I honestly think that that stretch, if I would have kept going, was at least a mile long. I would be, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it, it, it could be at least a mile long that that stretch that I would have had to walk. So, <laughs> yeah, don't do that when you if you go to Atlanta, make sure you use the train to take all the way to the end to the ground ground transport because, yeah. You're going to be hurting. So in this story, Paul has never been to an airport before. No, that was his first time flying. It really was his first time flying, yeah. Yeah, that was my first time flying, actually. Because for me, I'm like, uh, there are trains in every airport. Not not Rochester. Not Rochester, but you know, I, I, I'm like usually flying into like big airports like JFK and LaGuardia and Miami International and Orlando and LAX. <laughs> Too many. And Narita. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they all have trains. Narita. Yeah, Logan's not like that. Cause it's the, the thing is, they have um, the uh, what we like to call the silver lie, but the real it's really called the silver line, and it's just a bus, a courtesy bus that goes around to the terminals and stuff like that. The thing is, unlike the other T stops, which the T is what we call you know the train or the properly the MBTA here in Boston, the thing is it merges with regular traffic. The silver line does, so it's not special like in any way, shape, or form. And if you want to, okay, let's God get off you. airplane talk because this is not interesting. <laughs> no, this yeah. is not interesting at all. But well, let, shall we move on to tsunami talkbacks? Sure. All right. No. <laughs> I like the no. 
I guess that means I got to bring up the Tumblr. Uh, 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 trying to get them all here, but I know there's a bunch more. It's just that Twitter isn't showing them to me. I don't know why. Show me potato salad. <laughs> okay, at you, you brotherhood. Uh, that was that was oddly <laughs> in sync, but go on. At you, you brotherhood wants us to uh, get a tsunami hater like at. Future Gohan SSJ2 on the show so we can get a different point of view. And to that I say, no. <laughs> that person can go f*** his couch. Oh, that's right. F*** your couch. I mean, th- we already have me on the show hating Toonami, so we don't need another person. Nope. Is he the guy that starts the DBZ riots all the time? I have no clue, and if that's Dude, what he's going to do, no. Them. I've lost you know, on who count who starts those, man. So I say report them all. <laughs> you know what I, hey Jim, you know what I did about that DBZ issue. Yes, but at the same time, you know, they eventually become desensitized to that. So I say, you know, just report them all, get them off Twitter, and make sure that we have a nice, peaceful Twitter for the Toonami faithful. Exactly. Uh, Jim George Baker says, What do you say to the crazy people that say a Toonami channel is too much of a good thing, so it shouldn't happen? Um, they're right. <laughs> exactly. No, he is right. He is completely right. I mean, they try it, and didn't they try that before? I think it was called Anime Network. Yeah, um, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Don't do it. Seriously, it's not a good idea. Yeah, I, like I said, it was called Anime Network. Doesn't work. As nice as it was. They're trying it, it now. It's called Neon Alley. Still not convinced. Work. I mean, I like it. I like it, but it's not it's not there. Uh so what are the chances of it actually getting its own channel? Uh probably never. Not in the US at least. Not in the, well, yeah, I mean obviously Tsunami Asia. Uh but that's that's a totally different market. We're speaking strictly US. I mean, it's not like we talk to Tsunami Asia or anything. No, we don't talk to them. I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about at all. Yeah. We, we don't even talk to the Tsunami in the US. Who's this Tsunami Asia? <laughs> I don't know. I know a chick named Asia. I mean, I don't. It's not like I... Never mind. Anyways, continue. <laughs> trying to get more of them, man, but it's just... They don't show up. Well, I know I mean, there's way tumblers. more. But... Do you want me to tumble right now? Yeah, go for Tumblr while I Please try tumble. to get... Okay, so from Anonymous, since Toonami aired the Evangelion movie, would there be any future movies being shown like the new Full Metal Alchemist movie? Bleach movies, Trigun, Summer summer Wars, or maybe been oh. bringing Eden of the East to the lineup. Uh, well, um, actually... Ahead, Jim, you may answer that if you'd like. Okay. Um, at the panel, if you watched it, if you haven't watched it beforehand, if you haven't, go do it now. Um, it, uh, they said that Eva 1.11 would be the first of their movie nights, but they didn't um, say anything beyond that. They didn't say what would be on, when it would be on, or anything like that. Although I would love to see Summer Wars on um, as a Toonami movie night because that movie is fantastic. I love it. I would I would personally like to see some of the, and I know Jose is going to hate on me for saying this, Darrell's going to love me, but um, yeah. some of the Bleach movies. and Actually, those would be a ratings I, win, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I would, I, It's from a ratings perspective. I would like to see that just because... I think that would do well with the ratings. So I think I know they show memories of nobody in um, the Diamond Dust Rebellion. So I think the next one would be like um, Fade the Black if they were to show. Uh, I would I would like to see them play Hellverse. 
Because I have well, so- Hell versus the uh, last movie that they made, so they have to play Fade to Black first. Well, well let's put it this way: I think <coughs> Breadline. Breadline. Sorry, man. Yes, you, you got something there, uh, Jose. You think you need some water? Oh no, I think I need some more redline. It's a great I medicine. Gotta have more redline, baby. I need more redline in my veins. Yes. <laughs> just inject that sure. in my veins. I'm just gonna ignore this question because they're asking us, "Will you show the next Avian Kellyan movie?" And we're not tsunami, so Although goodbye. To that. Yes, we will. We're guys. totally gonna air it tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Whenever you're listening to this, go go watch Adult Swim. It's on there somewhere. By the way, Jose, I have a question for you from Tumblr. I have an answer. Um, Lucid Assassin. I like that name, actually. Very nice. Uh, he asked, hey, do I have to watch the whole show for the ratings to count for Toonami when it's recorded? Oh, How I long do this I have question. I know you did, and I want you to answer it again just, so, just to. Uh, the answer is okay. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one. Sorry. Okay. Maybe it was one of those questions we should have asked uh, Jason at the bar. Yeah, we should have probably asked him. Uh, he probably can't divulge that kind of information. I have a feeling. Um, the last one I need to ask, which is the last question, um, is from Anonymous. And they ask, can you please check out Aquarion? I think it would be great, be great for Tsunami since it's a giant robot anime. You want to send me a copy of it? Um, yeah, sure. A send me a copy. I, I actually <laughs> got a I've never yeah. seen it. Is it good? Yeah, I actually liked it, man. Mm-hmm. But who but... licensed it? Funimation. That I know. Okay, good. Because I hear giant robots, my brain immediately goes to Bandai. So Yeah, yeah that's true. And uh, we, we know <laughs> With stuff. With good reason. <laughs> <laughs> we know stuff yeah. now. We miss and you, Candy. Telling you. Please come back. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna need for people to quit asking me because I'm not gonna tell you anything. Yeah, we need to. Okay, we need to clear something up. We we can't answer any more Bondi questions. We know stuff now that we really can't answer them anymore. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not telling you anyway because I'm I'm an asshole like that anyway. Even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you. (laughs) Even if I didn't know, I still wouldn't tell your ass. Yeah, except Darrell knows nothing. It's us that know. Yeah, because oh, no. um, during that weekend at Momocon, I learned more about Bandai than I ever cared to, and um, and uh, most of that was due to Jose. He was he's our resident Bandai nerd. Yep. So, um, and uh, yeah, that that the fact that you know I can say this uh, that you know Jason Marco and Gil and basically the whole Toonami staff were big friends with uh, Kenny Adomi who ran Bandai. I mean that's yes, why. I mean, they were they were huge friends, and now can't say what happened. No, but all I can say is that we miss you, Ken. We wish you all the best, and we hope you can get back in the game and don't stop believing in the American. Uh, he's in anime Japan world. right now. He's not dead. We're not saying he's dead. He's in Japan. <laughs> no, I know. He's in Japan. I don't know, but at the same time, you, you made it sound like he was dead. Like we miss you, man. Pouring one out for the homies. Yeah. <laughs> he's not dead. He's <laughs> in Japan. No, I'm just saying what that. Are you talking you know, about yes, he is. It just don't just please don't give up on us, Ken. I mean, it, what happened with Bandai was unfortunate. I can't say anything else, but um, I will. But just don't stop. Uh, just don't stop believing in us, Ken. Yeah, I think don't we will make- stop believing. I was waiting we'll for that out, too. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that you guys don't do karaoke because you suck. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, why swallow. we should do karaoke. <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, but that's that's all I'm gonna say, Ken. Uh, you know, keep believing in us, and uh, I promise we'll make good on it for you. We'll do for you. Also, <laughs> let's just let's just go ahead and say this about Sentai. Uh, if you want any Sentai show, it's Forget a no. It. <laughs> yeah, 
it's pretty Forget much it. a no. Like, never say never, never say never, but it's say no. no. Like, like don't don't get your hopes up on that show, okay? Don't hold your breath at all. That's the reason why I just I bought Infinite Stratus and all other Sentai-related DVDs that I do have. Yeah, if you want to go see High School of the Dead, just go buy it. <laughs> You're not going to see it on Tsunami. I don't think it's Tsunami. I mean, as action-y as it is, I mean, the dub still blows. So Really? I like the dub. I like the dub. Foster. I know it's Foster, I, I but that one's like... Okay. Well, that one actually kind of makes sense. That one makes sense because it's already so over the top. It made it was fine. The only three that I'm a fan, Foster Dubs, I'm a fan of are Ghost Stories, Mardok Scramble, where he showed a surprising amount of respect. Yeah, it's really weird, like watching Mardok Scramble. Was was he on his Ritalin that day? Or (laughs) well, he also did the dub for the Place Promised in Our Early Days, and I was like, what? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, dude, the dub for that is amazing. Hmm. He did the dub for Voices of a Distant Star, but I hate Voices of a Distant Star. So I like Voices of a Distant Star for some odd reason. It's 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 basically Gunbuster in thirty minutes. It's basically crap. (laughs) I know a lot of people. I know. I know. Shinkai had to start somewhere. Dude, I respect him so much for his talent and whatnot, but he really didn't find his voice until Place Promised in Early Days. Mm. Everybody likes to harp on Voices of a Distant Star, but I'm like, uh, that movie sucks. I'm sorry. It's not good. I like that. It's not I even have my movie. It's like a 30 minute OVA. Yeah, it's a 30 minute thing. It's a short yeah, film. That, look at That's all I needed out of that, man. I didn't want to see any more after that. <laughs> but, you know, I still like it for I my know. own sick, twisted reasons. Shut uh, the f- up, Jim and Jose. <laughs> Another quick Tsunami <laughs> talk back. What, what, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait a what minute. sick, twisted reasons do you have for liking Voices of a Distant Star? Now I'm actually curious. <laughs> exactly. I, I've never seen it, so... <laughs> What's, know, wait, 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 wait. What's sick Go and twisted on. about it? it? It's like a love, fucking love story, man. It is a Just... love story. That's what's, what's so sick about it. Dude. I'm like trying to be like you, dude. I'm trying to be fucking emo. Well, wait, what, I don't understand what's sick and twisted. Does, does it, uh, don't worry about it, man. Does, it not, like doing... does it not have a campy feel, Drew? <laughs> no campy feel whatsoever. <laughs> Ding, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, my God, Paul, got... you've become so effing predictable. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah, we got Jose seven times with the campy feel. Eight. At Momokai. It was eight. Oh, and then we actually I don't know why you guys are keeping count. I don't get it. It I don't know, it's kind of funny. I don't know, Jarrell, like, all of a sudden, like, just started that. It was hilarious. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't even, like, thinking about it because I was so tired from Jarrell snoring. You. But, um, <laughs> all of a sudden, Jarrell just comes down, I got him twice. What? <laughs> why? No, why was I not there for this? <laughs> like, Jose was ready to murder anybody who said campy around him. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, three. Oh, yeah, of really the, um, oh, yeah, at the mixer, Jose was like, Jarrell, be good. You know, I was like, man, I'm not going to drink that much, Jose. Because as soon as first thing he gets is a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, we took a picture with Steve, like all of us, and it disappeared. It really did. It disappeared. Do you have that, Jose? No, I don't have that. Makes me wish I was there for that. Actually, there was a picture of uh, me and Jose that was ruined by goddamn motherfucking Slenderman. Slenderman, I'm coming for you. You better sleep with one eye open. Sleep with your face you open, Slenderman. Yeah, but Jose, but Jose did get this kick-ass picture of this chick on um, dressed like Samus from Metroid. Though. Yes, I haven't put that up on Twitter yet. 
I have a lot of pictures from uh, Momocon actually that I haven't put up. So we have B roll. I need to put that picture that rum keg up though for real, man. Yeah, yes. Speaking of picture, Darrell. Next time I say, look through your goddamn bag. <laughs> look through your goddamn yes, bag. My, look here. Your <laughs> camera was sandwiched between my damn wallet. That's why my money was. Because I checked my pockets twice, man. Mm-hmm. Wait, Darrell, are you sure it wasn't your camera? It was in my camera, but for some reason it was gone, man. Because I checked my camera. I'm like, what the hell is gone now? Well, um, because I remember you took out your SD card and you handed it to me and I handed it back. Yeah, it- then after that, I was like, I checked my camera again. And it yeah, was you gone. might want to check your computer, dude, because it might be on your computer. Please, if you can at all. Yeah. Don't check it right now while we're on the phone. Right me? No, no, no. It's definitely not on my computer. The card didn't open. Oh. I don't you know what happened, man. What happened, man. Probably so. Anyway. You, okay, Darrell has the card. <laughs> I checked it's the really damn card. podcast. Adventures in Lost Cameras. Yeah. And Momokai. This is why I need to manage all the media, because nothing gets lost when I do it. Exactly. F*** you. It's true. I let you see my uh, SD card, and what the f*** happens? Picture get lost. Why do I get a sexual I hand it back and be like, okay, you handle it, and then you lose it. You know what? F*** you. You're you're just saying that because I got a point. Um, So anyways. (laughs) uh, Camille Biden says uh, guest suggestions. He wants Justin Cook, Brad Swaley. Uh, Richard Casino, uh, Johnny Young Bosch, and John Bridgemeyer. By the way, um, we are working on some guests. Yes, we are. We are working on some guests. I know two for, I know two right now have confirmed, and once I get a date, I will let you know. But other than that, don't ask about Jason. Don't ask about Steve. I'm making that clear right We've now. We've had them on the show twice now. Twice now. I know. So just don't don't ask. When they come on, they will come on, and I will let you know. What the hell? Yeah. We what the hell are us and Steve going to talk about now? I know. Seriously, <laughs> exactly. like we're running out of things to talk about on the I, podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. What we're going to do is we're going to actually have him on the whole podcast and just interact as we um, go through our stuff as usual. Because yeah. we, we joked about I, that. That's not happening. Yeah, that's not actually happening. Don't get people's oats yeah. up. We're yeah. joking. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> well, that's what I'd like to do, but we'll see. I'd love to fire Darrell and do that, but we can't. <laughs> yeah, f- you. <laughs> Children, behave yourselves, please. Yeah, you can fire Jim or Daniel. <laughs> I can't fire Jim. <laughs> and we can't fire Daniel because if we fire Daniel, well, there goes the website. Okay, well then, fine. Fire Paul. You can't fire me. I'm the boss. Yeah, don't worry about it. There's a way around everything. Uh, you know what, Paul? <laughs> you're fired. To the question, I thought Brad Swale was retired. I thought he wasn't doing uh, voiceover anymore. Doesn't Which mean we can't mean, interview him. Good point. But at the same time, it kind of makes me a little worried, you know, when, like, voice actors drop off the face of the earth. Like Amanda Wynn Lee. I was worried about her for a little bit. Yeah, she's you in know. Persona 4 now. Yeah, she was in Persona 4, which was her first voice role in God knows how long. But Oh, yeah. you know what? Speaking about voiceovers, um, we kind of, since we're on, since this is kind of, this was kind of on the birthday of Toonami, that we're recording this for 20 minutes, um, we do need to say, um, we do need to give uh, some kind of props to Sonny Strat. Sonny Strait? Sonny Strait, yeah, for... Um, being the original Being Tom. Being the original Tom. So we definitely have to say that. And I, I definitely want to put that on the podcast because, well, he was the first Tom. So, mm-hmm. Well, we can probably get him on the show. <sighs> Maybe. Well, I know if, him. 
So well, well, you know Sonny. Yes, yeah, I know him. He does, so you need to do what I told you to do and get him on the show. You didn't do what I told you, you actually to never do. told me to do that, ever. I did, I did tell you this. No, you've never told me to do that. I said to you... Yeah, I think you've said that about I, Richard like 20 times, but you never told to me you, to do that. I've said to you, and I quote, if you know him, get him on the show. No. That isn't saying, like, you know, get him on the show now, you know? Well, I didn't say get him on the show now, but if I Let have to give him a call, answer. actually. Hold on. Let me give him a call. Are I'm totally really joking. I'm not going to no. do that right now. It's 1.20 in the morning. I was going to say, I was like, mm. <laughs> it's you midnight. Really get cussed out, don't it's you? It's midnight in the central time area. Yes, it's 12.20. Um, anyway. So, yeah, I do know him. I will, I don't know, I'll give him a call one day when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Lazy well, we, we have Mag- we have Michael Lights. Hefferon coming on the show very soon, so make sure you get your questions in about reboot. Oh, Michael who? Michael yes, Hefferon. Oh, is he the guy that's uh, not Habercorn? Hefferon. Yes, Hefferon. April April seventh, that is coming. So, um, mark your calendars. And like I said, once I get the other guests um, hammered down, so to speak, I will let you know about them. Um. But I think that's going to be it for tonight, unless we got something else to talk about. No, I just want to get off. Yeah, that's about that's about it. Um, How many emails? Although uh, one final thing, a humongous thank you to the guys at Momocon for their wonderful hospitality and just being nice folks. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you to Momocon for uh, their hospitalities. Um, hopefully, we can do this all again to next year. Tomorrow. You know? <laughs> I was going to say tomorrow. I was like, ah, <laughs> next year. That's not not tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. <laughs> not tomorrow. Although some other stuff would be contingent upon me getting a press badge at Anime Boston. But uh, uh, yes, I've actually somebody did ask about that the other day. Um, we, I, I'm going to Torcon, which is this weekend coming up. Um, and Jim, pretty much, I think will be going as press to I, uh, Anime Boston. I'm not. I, I can't say that for sure because I haven't heard back from the guy. I haven't heard back from the folks either. Maybe I should um, talk to uh, Patrick D and uh, have him twist a few arms for me, <laughs> just to just to get me my confirmation sooner. <laughs> um, I um I, I probably I was supposed to be at MegaCon this weekend. I didn't go. Sorry, everybody who wanted so, me to be there. Well, you were working, kind of. So no, I wasn't working. I was like, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> oh, he's just being a lazy little fucker. Right I'm so effing well, tired. I, 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 uh, if anybody's earned it, it's Jose, though. Yeah, he really has. I mean, I, I told people already, Jose, that if we were going to other cons, that we would announce it so that people could see us and say hi and blah, blah, blah. So, And I can pretend to be someone who works for Turner again. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if we do have other cons, um, we will let you know. But as for now, it's just Toracon, and probably, more than likely, it'll be Boston, too. Very likely, but it'll be just me. Yes, it'll just be Jim. So if you see a guy walking around in a Tsunami Faithful podcast shirt, say hi. And a flat cap because I wear the – I'm going to be wearing the same hat every time now, the blue uh, Kangol hat. By the way, Jim, you are on assignment there while you're there. You need to get business cards so that we can call guests. Exactly, exactly. Um, I might need new business cards now (laughs) because I actually have a job title. I'll I'll make you something. I'm not going to – Oh, yeah, I'll make you something. Don't worry about it. We'll talk Thank about you. that off the podcast, okay? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can only hope that I'm press at um, Anime Boston, and so far, 
uh, AB, as usual, has some incredible guests. They got uh, Kari Walgren uh, and uh, Stephanie Shea. Um, also, I believe, um, actually, give me a quick second and I'll go to uh, Anime Boston's website. Because of business cards, it, I ran out of business cards at Momocon. I was so sad. I had no business cards. I gave actually, them all hey, away. Jose, do you want a Toonami one? A ToonamiFaithful.com one or a Geeky one? No. No? Okay. Sorry. I do. <laughs> I uh, I have my own business cards and I use I use them for different purposes. So. Well, no, no, no. I understand that. I'm just asking if you wanted one just in case like we were doing something geeky or Toonami Faithful related. <gasps> so anyway, some of the guests for Anime Boston getting back on track here. Uh, the voice <laughs> acting guests are the Ayers Brothers, Chris and Greg. They never miss Anime Boston. Uh, David Matranga, Damn, Kari Rolgren. I really Rolgren. want to see them together. What's up? I really want to see them together and talk nothing but Gantz with them. <laughs> that would be awesome. I will be sure to do that if I do get press and I can get them. But uh, none of this will be on camera, actually. It will all be audio only. So, uh, because I don't have any camera equipment. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I won't be recording Toricon 2 for the record, just so you guys yeah. know. Okay. Um, so we got Chris. Okay, so we got the Ayers brothers, uh, David Matranga. Kari Walgren, Stephanie Shea, and Lauren Landa of Skullgirls fame. Uh, one of the industry guests that will be there is Tom Wayland. He has been coming to Anime Boston for the better part of 10 years now. Uh, so, yeah, he's one of the uh, mainstays. He's always at Anime Boston. And for the musical guests, they have two so far. They got Orija of Ghost in the Shell fame and also Raj Ramaya, who sang the opening to uh, Cowboy Bebop the movie Ask DNA. And don't forget about he did that little soundtrack on um, what it was for Strangers for Wolf's Rain, also, man, which is awesome. Uh, I believe that was Steve Conti, actually. Uh, no, Roger Ramayo. That's not. Strangers is not Steve Conti. No, it's on Roger Ramayo, um for um, Wolf's Rain. Okay. Oh, Strangers. Oh, sorry. I yeah. totally mixed it up. I thought it was the person who actually sang it. But yeah, no. Stray, is, Stray is Steve Conti. Steve Conti. Yeah. But yes, but yes a- either way, Raj Ramaya, he's going to be there. He's um, as uh, a musical musical guest along with Arija. Uh, a lot of guy. a lot of Isn't folks. Pronou- I'm with, sorry. Uh, I'm just going to cor- maybe incorrectly correct your pronunciation. Uh, isn't it pronounced Origa? Yeah, it's Origa. Origa? Okay. Yeah. I don't um I honestly did not know. Don't speak Russian. Origa, yes. Origa will be at Anime Boston as a musical guest. Um possibly the biggest although Anime Boston has some great musical guests every year. I remember in two thousand eight they got the pillows and I saw them live and that was uh, that made Line Con 08 all worth it. Um <laughs> that's a that's another story. Yes. Um, but anyway, um yeah, that's me. I can only hope that I get uh, press for uh, Anime Boston. I'll be working on press for uh, Otakon. If I can get press for Otakon, you, uh, well, like Jose is fond of saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. So um, I want to go to Anime Expo. <laughs> I do too. Can't afford it. <laughs> Please, just once, just this once. <laughs> hey, we just need you to know what? Them. I'll go, and I'm going to stay at Richard's house. Yeah. <laughs> That would be interesting. That would be awesome, actually. That would be a lot of fun. Mrs. Epcar making uh, breakfast every morning. That would be so much fun. Yeah. She's so nice. She sounds like a wonderful person. Oh, she's so nice. I don't know if you guys... uh, We we usually don't talk about what happens after the show, but hopefully you guys listened to the episode that Richard was on. She actually popped in, um, and and we put it at the end of the episode as a blooper. She's just so nice. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've never met her, she's... Uh, the sweetest person in the world, and we hope to have her on the show one day. 
Yes, we hope to have like every voiceover person ever. And by the way, yes, for the record, we will have we will have some we will have some female guests on. Okay, Can't I've heard it again. I, I've I've heard I've heard you guys loud and clear. You want some female guests on? Yes, we will have some. Don't worry. I am so shut the f- up. It's going to happen. How do you think we feel? I mean, like the voice act- actresses, are, the female voice actors are almost as popular as the male ones. So, yep. so I mean, so they're just as busy. So don't. Yeah, exactly. Blame me. Don't blame Jose. Don't blame anybody. They're busy. We when we catch up with one of them, we will put them on the show. And technically, and then- Ellen Stern has been on the show. So take that. Yes. Yeah. If you listen to the stinger at the end. Yeah. She's technically been on the show. Damn All right. So quit bitching. Uh, last thing I want to say before we get out of here. Um, if you guys want one of our shirts, because it, it seems like some there has been a little bit peak of interest in our shirts. Um, if you want to get a Toonami Faithful podcast shirt, it's simple. Just go to toonamifaithful.bandcamp.com. Um, the shirts are set for 15. If you want to pay more you're more than welcome to if you want to get the cd that's there as well it's six dollars so get that too and also the um the uh single the remix i should say not the single the mm-hmm. remix of nerdcore absolution with uh steve bloom in it yes steve bloom did a nerdcore song that's right <laughs> um is there too um that's a dollar but it's strictly donation so if you buy the track, it will go to um, it will actually go to the the New York State Fund, but it probably will actually go. It'll probably end up starting to go to um, help Steve's friend there too as well. Jerry Gelb. Yeah, so don't be surprised if that if you see me put up a message about that as well. So yeah, but every little but again about Jerry Gelb, every little bit counts, and this is a very expensive surgery, but this is also potentially life saving for him. Yeah, so. Be sure to uh, so yes. Uh, be sure to donate. Every little bit helps. Steve will continually tweet that out. He tweets it out, uh, posts it on Facebook, everything. Right. All right. And Jim, that we're... URL, by the way, one more time. It's tinyurl uh, slash j e r r y g l g e l b. Thank you. So, sorry, just needed to get that out there one more time. Hooked on phonics, teach me good. <laughs> <laughs> you feel English? That impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> God. All right. Um, where can they find you, John, on Twitter? Who's John? I don't know who this John person is. John is. I'm so tired, dude. It's not even funny. John is my uncle in New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> okay. You guys can find me at zero alucard twenty seven. That also happens to be my uh, Xbox Live gamer tag. So if you guys want to come around and play some. Uh, some Far Cry or even some Tomb Raider because I just picked up Tomb Raider this week. Um, feel free to come join me. Um, also, um, no, nah, it's not worth mentioning my Tumblr. I'm never on it. <laughs> I have Halo 4 now. Yes, because of me. Yep. <laughs> Darrell, where can they find you? You can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com or you can email me the hate mail that you send to Jose at derailmaddox <laughs> at tunamifaithful.com. I should leave the stuff you say that is really offensive in the show, and then you will actually get hate mail. <laughs> One day I'm going to do it. Okay. Jose? You can find me at a bunch of different places, uh, but you might want to start with Twitter. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. And uh, you can also email me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at ToonamiFaithful.com. You can tumble with me if you like tumbling, because I sure do. At J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O dot Tumblr dot com. Hey, you're noticing a pattern, aren't you? <laughs> Argued Meta was his name. Oh. That would be my name, yes. And um, <laughs> don't ask me what the E stands for, because I won't tell you. I don't give a crap if you do ask. Oh. No. Close. Actually, that was really close. Yeah. But it's not it. Uh, <laughs> that was just a wild guess. I was trying to be as offensive as possible with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I got the, hey, you're you're Hispanic? Really? Yes. You don't, have any, you don't have any uh, accent. And you, you look white. Good job. Try, Good job. Good job. <laughs> Trust me, he speaks Spanish, guys. But all that is funny. I, I, I can bear witness. Malísimo, pero lo puedo hablar. Exactly. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> Do it again. No. <laughs> I, I think I expelled all my Spanish. That was expelled. all of it. <laughs> all right. See, Jose is El Salvadorian. Yes, that is correct. Um. So, Paul, your turn. Yes. Uh, you can find me at Tsunami News. Uh, we are, at last count, we were at 2,994 followers, which is awesome. So thank you to everybody for following us. Um, you can also find me on my personal account at Paul Pascrell, which I should be making unprivate soon, but I haven't decided when. <laughs> so you could follow me there. Um, and on the website, as people are learning that I do actually come on the website, um, my username is tfadmin, so make sure you follow me there as well. So I think that's it, guys. Um, we got some good things planned in the future. And as we always say, and we mean it, you haven't seen anything yet. You ain't, ain't seen nothing yet. Peace. Deuces! Wow. Yes. I feel like he said deuces early that time. Everybody, welcome to a new segment. It's still not stories from Japan. That's right, we're still not doing that. (laughs) Stories from Japan has been canceled. Uh, Not yet, not yet. Very close, (laughs) very close. Very close to canceling. So mean. You're so mean. I know, I know. People are begging for it, but um, not yet, guys. You're so mean. You probably think this segment's about you. (laughs) Don't you? you? I don't know. Shut up, 98 Degrees. (laughs) None of those artists matched at all. But anyways, I was going Rick James, bitch. So we're doing a um, James, we're doing a what we're watching <laughs> segment because uh, Jim has been watching something and I've been watching something. And if you guys want to chime in on what you've been watching, uh, you know, feel free. Talk back. But yeah, say it on the talkback as well. Yeah, if you guys like this segment. Uh, so, Jim, I'll let you go first on this one. OK, so um. At uh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, in Cambridge, they have a project going called Cool Japan, and um, 
it would uh it would uh, let me see what was it thursday yeah it was thursday night um i started off my weekend very very nicely because um there was a um you know like a, a new book that uh the prof- that professor ian Condry had um put out called the soul of anime i don't know when it'll be available because i didn't see that um thing but the real th- reason why myself and my sister were there was because of Mamoru Hosoda's new movie called Wolf Children. And uh, that movie was, well, in a word, it was it was fantastic. Um, now, for those of you who aren't in the know, Mamoru Hosoda created such gems as The Girl Who Left Through Time, Summer Wars, and uh, now this. He also worked on Digimon Our War Game, uh, which the art style directly influenced Summer Wars, but that's a different story. Um Hosoda himself was actually on hand to watch the uh, movie with us. And uh, the movie is about uh, this uh, girl named Hana, who uh, in college meets this strange uh, guy and immediately falls in love with him. Little does she, she finds out very soon that this, uh, that the guy that she falls in love with is actually a uh, wolfman, not the, um, you know, werewolf kind of wolfman. You'll see it's much easy. It's much more easily, uh, shown in the, uh, film kind of hard for me to explain it, but they eventually have kids, uh, two of them, Ame and Yuki. Um, Yuki's the boisterous one, Ame's the shy one and stuff like that, but they end up evolving over the course of the film. And uh, eventually they end up uh, after the well, actually, I don't know if I should go any further because um, that would be that would be uh, spoiling stuff. And I want to keep spoilers to a minimum. But needless to say, it keeps up the tradition of Hosoda's incredible uh, quality of animation. Um, The story is great. The music's great. The aesthetics are great. Um, And it also just has a very nice it also has great themes of, you know, uh, you know, family and stuff like that, which is, which, you know, also permeated summer wars quite a bit. Um, it was, um, needless to say, um, when Funimation does release it because Funimation did, um, license the movie. I was about to ask Um, you who had the license. Yes. Funimation did license it. And, um, when that comes out, uh, Funimation can count on, can count on my sale because they, uh, this was a great, great movie and I'm a very, um, you know, anything Hosoda does seems to turn into gold. And there's a reason why some people are calling him the next Miyazaki. I think that's a little bit, uh, I think that's a little bit hasty. And presumptuous. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little presumptuous, but I will say that um, of the three movies that I have seen from Hosoda, uh, Girl Who Left Through Time, Summer Wars, and Wolf Children, um, they're all very, very close. And although I think I like, I think I still like Summer Wars the best because that one is just like the most bombastic and just out and out fun. Whereas this is a much more slower moving piece. I mean, it's basically unlike the other two films that Hosoda has, the other few films that Hosoda has done. You know, but, um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was pretty much done, but yes, uh, when it comes out, definitely give it a buy. Um, it, it's just a really good movie. It will leave you in tears in parts because it did with me, but at the same time, it's a, um, <laughs> hey, Go on. At the ending to Girl Who Left Through Time. I left, I rest my case. Yeah. Okay. Bah. I like that movie. That was but, actually a great, great movie. ending. Um, 
incredible ending. But, but yes, uh, the thing I want to say about the uh, next Miyazaki thing is that man, that thing, that that term next Miyazaki keeps getting thrown around a lot. Like, I they, don't they, like see anybody that can step up to the quality that Miyazaki puts I out. I really don't man. like that term though because I don't either. Uh, you know, people have been using it to describe Makoto Shinkai, who did Voices of a Distant Star, Place Promised, uh, Five Centimeters Per Second. Which five of, centimeters per second was incredible. But. Yes, but I'm like, those movies are so not the mo- kind of movies Miyazaki would ever make. They're more adult than Miyazaki would go for, I think. Yeah. Miyazaki is like they actually did they, they delve with like interpersonal relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Hosoda is more of a children's kind of um, director, I think. But to say that you know, but people throw out you know, the um, next uh, Miyazaki title more than they throw out the next Gretzky with hockey players, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the great one. It's like Shinoshida Want to Be is going to be the next Miyazaki. And, like, the dude has done TV, has never freaking done too many movies. Exactly. As as far as I know, he's only done one. <laughs> he's done, yeah, Bebop, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Macross Plus movie version doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> that, that was a four-episode OVA. Well, yeah, Original. it was a four-episode OVA turned into a movie. Doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> That's like calling uh, Hideaki Anno a movie director because of Gunbuster the movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's like, anyways. But I, I hate that term being thrown around so much. Um, you know, I understand where it actually is supposed to mean, like, hey, a director who has the respectability to maybe win an Oscar. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, I wish we wouldn't have to resort to, yeah, this is the next guy who's gonna be like this dude. Uh, especially since Miyazaki really f-ing hates everybody, and uh, <laughs> Miyazaki's looking out for number one. Ex- well, except John Lasseter. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I really don't think he even likes John Lasseter. I'm pretty sure he's just really? like, oh, yeah, John Lasseter's a dude. I, I tolerate it. He tolerates John Lasseter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Lasseter loves him though to death. He does. Uh, John well, Lasseter considering... probably has a hug pillow of Miyazaki <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in his Pixar office. Yeah, <laughs> but. but uh... Yeah, but yeah, I, I I don't like that. I don't like it either. Um, I I think Hosoda is his own uh, director. Yeah, I really do. Um, so what I've been watching lately, and if you've been following me on Twitter, you know what I'm watching, and I've been trying to tell people like it's awesome, it's awesome, it's awesome. It's a shame you it really can't. Is. It's a shame you can't watch it because it's fucking expensive as all hell. It's Gundam Unicorn. I've gotten up to volume three. because uh, that is all my budget can afford. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh my god, this may be the best Gundam ever. Uh, this, 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 for those of you that don't know, Gundam Unicorn is the first Gundam, uh, Gundam to take place in the Universal Century in about 10, 20 years or something like that. Like, it's been a while. I, I think the last one that they did, it was a Victory Gundam? That it was, was either Victory Gundam or 8th MS Team, which one of those two. But Victory Gundam, I think, was like 1993 or something like that? Then it was 8th MS Team because that was like 96. Okay, yeah, so, let me check. So it's been a while since we've come to the Universal Century, and we're coming back to it in full force, you know. Uh, this is dealing directly with the events of, like, Zeta Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam, and, and the series of that elk. But at the same time, you really don't need to know anything about the Universal Century before getting into Gundam Unicorn. Yeah, uh, doesn't that it, doesn't it take place chronologically before um, Gundam? Uh, 0079? Or? No, 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 way after. Oh, okay. Um, it takes place in uh, 0096. Oh, okay. Um, and so, so it takes place It takes place after Double Zeta. It takes place before F91. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and before G Savior, for those of you that remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember that <laughs> But anyways, Gundam Unicorn, nothing like G Savior. Really amazing show. Uh, the animation quality is theatrical quality. Like, you can put this in theaters and it'll hold up. It is the best looking Gundam I've ever seen. Because um, Gundam isn't really known for its animation prowess, and this blows everything out of the water. Uh, and it, and it makes me feel not too bad about paying for these Blu-rays because damn, do they look good? Um, but you're a Blu-ray whore anyway. I'm a Blu-ray whore anyways, but man, I love it when Blu-rays are done right, and this Blu-ray is done right. Um, it's just a shame about the price. All right, giggity. But anyways, Gundam Unicorn is about uh, after the One Year War and a bunch of neon Neo Zeon conflicts, and this takes place after Char's counterattack and everything. Um. Banajer Lynx is a student in uh, in the future of the Universal Century, and he discovers that he is a part of uh, the Vis Foundation in a very secretive way, uh, and they have to find this thing called Laplace's Box, which we don't know what it is, we don't know what it does, we don't know, but it can apparently destroy the Earth Federation in one blow, and the Vis Foundation was trying to sell it or give it to... Uh, remnants of Neo Zeon uh, to upset balance, I guess. And uh, Banajer has stumbled upon Unicorn Gundam, and he is the only one who can pilot it. It is biometrically locked to his signature, so he's the only one who can pilot it. And he is now forced to go to war and, you know, take on friend and foe. He has friends on the Neon, Neo Zeon side. Uh, he has friends on the Earth Federation side. He has people he wants to protect on both sides. So he's constantly conflicted. Uh, the pacing is dead on. Uh, the animation is stunningly beautiful. Um, the dub, the dub, I have to give special mention to because it's being directed by, um, being directed and written by Michael Sarah Nicholas. Sarah, Sarah Nicholas. Thank you. That guy, uh, and he's a huge Gundam fan. And you can tell because the the care that has been put into the script and the performances is just amazing. He's a uh, Benajer, right? He's not Benajer. No, that's Steve oh, Cannon. No, oh, okay. Uh, he plays someone else. Uh, he plays, I think, Reddy, uh, who's a very important character. Reddy, this. or is it Full Frontal? No, he doesn't know. play Full Frontal. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, we all know what we're thinking when you. Yes, say it's that. another two. <laughs> Oh, Tomino. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, there's a guy Sorry, named Full Frontal, and he's supposed to be the second coming of Shah Aznabal. And that's right, I said Shah Aznabal, not Char. Char. Even though Sunrise says it's Char. Char. Shard. Mm-hmm. Well, fun, funny story about the pronunciation of Shah, or Char. Because uh, I, 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 w- I was in Japan, and I was in Gundam Front Tokyo. And I was like, oh, dude, that's Char's mask. Guy had no idea what I was saying. Uh, cause I, w- I was saying this in Japanese, but my pronunciation of Shar was wrong. Oh. Apparently in Japanese, it's pronounced Sha. Well, you know, they don't say, you know, they pronounce R's like L's and L's like R's. Well, apparently, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what the pronunciation is or how it's spelled. But when Sunrise went ahead and translated it, they added the R. Like the R is apparently not supposed to be there and they added it themselves. And they're like, no, you have to, the R has to be in the name. And it confused the f*** out of everybody. And now everybody pronounces it in America, Char. America! F*** 
yeah. Uh, again, well, actually, this wasn't even America's fault. This was Japan's fault. So, yeah. damn you, Japan, for making us pronounce words wrong on purpose. It's really weird. <laughs> Quick aside. Uh, yes, you are correct, uh, Jose. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Eighth MS Team was 1996. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've done. Universal almost 20 Spider. years. Almost. Regardless, 20 years. it's been almost 20 years. So you know, it's obviously been. Uh, uh, fun. It's weird coming back to Universal Century because we always have all these alternate universes. You have your After Colony 195, you have your Century Era 73, you have all these different centuries. And then to come back to Universal Century and have it be fresh and new and fun is really a huge accomplishment. It's a shame about the price tag on the show because, yes, the episodes are like 45 bucks each for one Blu-ray and you get one Try episode. 60. <laughs> Try sixty. I mean, unless you go to right stuff. If you go to right stuff, it's forty-five. Which you should all be going to right stuff. Go to right stuff. Buy the show from go right to right stuff. stuff. Um, and it's so worth it. It's so much fun. Um, I can't wait till the show's over. And unfortunately, I won't see the ending until next year. Mm. Because it doesn't come out until next year. Uh, but by the way, the show is being simultaneously. For those of you that don't know, the show is being simultaneously released in the United States and Japan at the same time. We are literally getting the same Blu-ray as Japan. The dub is they're making the dub at the same time as Japan. So that's why we have these Blu-rays being so goddamn expensive. But at the same time it is also quite awesome. Uh they announced that at uh Otakon because I remember uh catching the tail end of the Gundam Unicorn uh screening before the Steinsgate screening last year. Yeah. And everybody was going nuts for that. And as were the guys, uh, Tetsuya Kakihara and um, Mike Center Nicholas were on stage together and it was wonderful. Oh, dude. The Gundam, Gundam Unicorn Project is, it might be it's, the best Gundam. It might really be the best Gundam ever. Easily I, one of the most ambitious. Yes. Yeah. Easily the most ambitious. Um, and just really good, man. Like, it's, it's one of the best Gundam scripts I've seen in a long time. Um, I haven't seen writing this good since probably, probably Seed, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I haven't seen writing this good since Seed. Uh, please don't talk about Seed Destiny. I really don't give a shit about Seed Destiny anymore. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started on that. They are rerunning it this spring, this uh, spring season though. That's right. It's coming back. Seed Destiny is coming back in HD. Yay. Yeah. So I finally get to watch it. I'm not going to pay for it, but I finally get to watch it. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if uh, Crunchyroll picks it up. No, it's not Crunchyroll. Gundam Info. Gundam.info, which is the official Gundam YouTube channel, is going to oh. be streaming it uh, in a subtitle in a bunch of different languages. You can actually watch all of the uh, HD remaster of the original Seed on YouTube. It's not in HD, though, oddly. That's okay. Oh, it's I, free, I, so I still need to watch it, though. I still need to watch it, though, because I've only seen like two episodes of Gundam Seed, and I don't want to pay for the uh, DVDs. Yeah, go watch it on go watch it on Gundam Info. It's it's a really good show. I like it. I, I a lot of people disagree, but I think most people disagree with me because of Destiny, mm -hmm. which is a real shame that people can't separate the two shows. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we've been watching. Um, Darrell, actually, I... Paul, anybody want to add? No, well, yeah, I actually, I'm gonna make it real quick though. Um, I've been watching something called Amagami. Which is basically a sunning type romance um, anime, Japanese subtitles. Pretty much it, based on this guy named Junichi. Gets his heart breaking broke like two years ago, and basically centers around him like 
six different scenarios where he gets to date six different girls and like each outcome is different and that's the end of that i'll talk about it another time but that's what i've been watching that sounds like that actually sounds like an interesting show it mm-hmm. actually is you know based on the fact that i can kind of relate to it man because yeah being a serial dater man <laughs> at one point in my life <laughs> it was so many possibilities with so many different women so school yeah. days ending Yes, sir. <laughs> Which I you, introduced Jim. these guys to you for showing me that, because now I can't get that ending out of my head. It's so <laughs> glorious, though. It is glorious. Yeah. Actually, and actually, um, uh, for next week, if I am on the show, um, I did order uh, just before we started the podcast. I did order Revolutionary Girl Utena or Utena, the first thirteen episodes. Uh, this was Right Stuff's release. So I'm hoping that uh, this show doesn't skull fuck me to death, but uh, good luck. Same nothing time, but metaphors. Yeah, that's yeah. symbolism, you know. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what Utena is, from what I understand. But I'll have to, I'll, I'll go in with an open mind, you know, just because apparently it's a deconstruct, it's a deconstruction of the shoujo genre, pretty much the same way that Madoka Magica deconstructed the magical girl genre. Well, maybe not the exact same way. Yeah, probably not the exact same way. Not the exact same way, but you know how. But every genre of anime, just about, has its massive deconstruction. Uh, For uh, Magical Girls, it was Madoka Magica. For Shoujo, it was... um, Madoka Magica for Tsunami. (laughs) Yes, please. Madoka Magica on Tsunami. I cannot stress that enough. For... um, and for shoujo anime, it was apparently uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. Utena. I can't pronounce that. For Robots, it was Evangelion. Yes, yes. Up to yeah, a point. <laughs> Although you could say that it was a further deconstruction from um, Gundam because up until Gundam came out, everything was a super robot show. Yeah, Gundam I... was the first real robot show. Yes, it was. And then they totally forgot about that and released G Gundam. Which was which hey, is you better awesome. shut up about G Gundam. I didn't say anything bad. I just said they totally forgot about that. G Gundam is awesome. I love Jose. Yes, uh, I love you, Jim. I love G Gundam. It's so awesome. I need to get part two now. Yes, you do. Do you want it? I have it. Sure. It's sitting in my house and I don't want it. Sure. I'll see what How I can much? do. Jose needs to do something first before he gives you that. I don't even have the first one, and probably all the footage I need is going to come from the first one. Yeah, I have the first one. So, so yeah, but I, st- I st- still need uh, part two for uh, G Gundam to complete the set, and so I don't have any interruptions or anything like that. And you fucker, you bought my Zeta Gundam. I'm so pissed at you. <laughs> well, I would if say I find Jim another really one, saved okay. me, though. What's up? You saved me, dude, because I was going to buy Katana Katari, and it's better for me to buy cheaper. Yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful series. I love Katana Katari, um, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, why do I have to pay 70 bucks for this shit? You know? By the way, what was the... Uh, I'm sorry, Darrell. What was the show you were watching again? Um, okay. It's called Amagami. Amagami, I'll see okay. Yeah. Who, who who licensed it? Who, who? Uh, it's licensed by Sentai. Oh. Oh. It's is only it? a sub. It's sub only. Oh, okay. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> no, it's sub only, but the thing is, it is so f***ing good to me. You know, oh, I don't know if you're going to like it, but, you know, it's something that I can relate to. So I'll, that's the reason I'll why probably I'm... check it out. Why not? Oh, and kids uh, die for the bomb shelters because it looks it's looking about 90 percent likely that Stephen Foster got the kids on the slope dubs. Really, really? 
kind of sad about that. I'm hoping yeah. he shows restraint. He needs to show uh, restraint ho- on that one. Here's hoping that Mardok Scramble taught him a couple things, you know? Yeah. He Although, then again... To, yeah, then again, they're not then, all Mardok Scramble. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> Mardok, Scramble has a, Mardok Scramble has a character called Well Done the Pussy Hand. So. <laughs> dude, oh, one of the, dude, <laughs> yeah. dude, one of the na- main characters is named Offcock. Yes. <laughs> That probably was enough for him. He's like, okay, I can be mature with the dub as long as people are saying, oh, cock. <laughs> yeah, d- dude, all the characters have stupid names on that show. Room Below, you know? The dude like with that. the... That's the main character. Voiced by Hilary Haig, though. Good to see her getting work again, too. Yeah. Uh, what was the other... I need to see... The... I need to see Second Combustion or Compression. Second Combustion, second that's combustion. what it's called. Yeah, Second Combustion. First Compression, Second Combustion, Third Exhaust is yeah. the way it's going to go, but... Um, I guess we'll add this to the thing. If you haven't seen uh, Mardok Scramble, you must and see the director's cut. Yeah, because um, yeah. Um, but uh, Toh Ukubata, um, he's he's looking like a rising star in this. He's writing the new Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, that's what gets me. That's what makes me excited about it because I mean, if the new Ghost in the Shell at Rise turns out as well as Mardok Scramble has so far, then it will be freaking legendary. Because the first Mardok scramble was so good. Yeah, I need to see second compression very badly. Yeah. Or second oh. combustion. God damn it. Yeah, second combustion. Yeah, Mardok scramble too. <laughs> Electric but, uh, bugaloo. Yeah, exactly. Yes, thank you. Um, let me see. Oh, to answer your questions, there are other ca- here are the other characters. There's uh, Dimsdale Boiled. Dimsdale. There's also a dude with like giant titties all over his body. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, he dies in the first movie, thank God. Yes, he does. I know uh, that's a spoiler, but f*** you, he dies in the first movie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, there's Medium the Fingernail, um, Rare the Hair, and Flesh the Pike. <laughs> I got a pike, alright. Yeah, but uh, Chris, Chris Ayers uh, does um, two of the voices, including uh, Well Done and uh, let's just say that when Chris Ayers is allowed to be crazy, he his uh performances are delicious so so there's a bunch of anime you should go watch yes exactly and um we'll have more probably you. none of them will air on toonami probably none but that's why we want we, to talk i think this. we've mentioned one that has a possible chance of airing on toonami yeah but uh what i would like to do actually um actually if you'll if you'll let me talk about this on the podcast you can cut this if you like um i've um since I'm a premium member of Crunchyroll, um, that usually means that I give a lot of uh, shows a uh, try, you know, on Crunchyroll and stuff like that. Watch a couple episodes and stuff like that. The spring season is quickly upcoming, so I'm hoping that you know there's something that strikes my fancy on Crunchyroll. Hopefully, the new, uh, you know, like Double Survivor Two anime or a couple others. But um, I'll have it. But um, yeah, if uh, you guys will let me talk about it, yeah, I'll have my picks for um, the uh, for the spring 2013 season. Who I think uh, do I think it's good for Toonami? Do I think it could be licensed? You know, stuff like that. Well, uh, this isn't going to be a weekly segment. Let's just go ahead and get that out there now. Uh, just yeah. like J-pop picks and all those, these are not weekly segments. We're not always going to do them, but we like to hear your feedback and uh, let us know. And go watch Gundam Unicorn. It's really good. And watch uh, and uh, buy Wolf Children when that comes out because it's it truly is a wonderful movie. Yep. Yes, let us know. All right. Yes. So we will see you guys later. Thank you all for all the love and support you've sent us. Um, mm-hmm. 
And Thank now, you for the support, yes. Now I'm going to bed. <laughs>